Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like bro, but he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, here we go, a Monday, Monday edition of the Taz Show, right here on this, um, well, very early um, October 2017, so want to say hello to everyone out there, and thank you for listening live right now on the Radio.com app, which is doing great, or maybe you're listening live on uh, TazShow.com on your desktop or something to that uh, degree. Or maybe you'll check out the podcast version of the show on Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn. Or maybe you're doing that on Radio.com because you can get all the on-demand programming uh, that I offer here on the Taz Show. Be it video or audio uh, there on the Radio.com app, which is uh, pretty cool from your mobile device. So thanks for that kind of support. I appreciate it very much um, as we roll into show number 462, live Taz Show 462. That's what today is. So, um, you know, we're going to get into some uh, football uh, talk here a little bit because we're getting off of a, uh, a really good uh, NFL Sunday. Uh, so we'll get into that chatter here, talk a little bit of a, a raw preview in a little while. Also want to get into some uh, talk about uh, some scuttlebutt about a tweet exchange between Enzo and Corey Graves, uh, both from WWE. So I'd like to weigh in on that. Um but first and foremost, um, I, you know, look, I, I want to say uh, give all of my uh, prayers to uh, the horrific situation that happened, uh, the horrific crime and tragedy and what any words you want to put it, uh, any it, it, it's a it's 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 uh, what happened in Las Vegas, this mass shooting, um, uh, horrible, disgusting gut-wrenching it's in my show prep for the show and all of us here it's difficult because we're trying to do a show we're trying to prepare and then we get hit with reality where this show here you know we kind of have fun in the show and we give some entertainment i give you know wrestling thoughts and sports talk and stuff and have a lot of fun here and stuff and and you know and it's an escape i say it all the time so like but when you're when you're not just a podcast, when you're not just video on demand and you're live, where you offer live programming like I do here, I can't ignore this. I have to um, obviously mention it. I, I like my show to be an escape for fans and people that listen or watch. So that's my point in it. Um, not escaping reality in real life, but for, for the hour or two hours you listen or watch what I do here every day. But... Um, I uh, I just feel sickened um, for the friends and family of anyone who was affected and the victims of uh, Las Vegas uh, and what happened with this mass shooting. Uh, people were at a concert having a good time, uh, and next thing you know, it's um, just done, just 
insanity, just 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 insane. So, look, it. I'm not looking to get into any political stuff or views on people. Uh, is it terrorism? Is it a hate crime? Is it this? Is it that? I I I all I know is a bunch of innocent people were going to have a good time at a concert, and uh, many lives are gone, and families are just hot their hearts taken out and stomped on uh people injured just just a just a horrible tragic situation so i wanted to just out of respect mention it i it's tough not to mention it as i said especially when you're live and i'm live so for those that are listening to the podcast version of the show or maybe listening to the video or watching the vod you know, th- this could be something that maybe this is a few days ago that you're a few days from now you're listening or, or whatever. I so, um, but you you're all smart enough to understand the way my show goes. That a lot of times I'm talking about topics. Or this is beyond a topic. This is a massive news and and a massive tragic news. Uh, well, you, you get what I'm saying. So, um, I just wanted to bring it up. So. We are going to try and do a show here, and I'm going to get rolling into a show uh, and do my best at it. I'm, I, I have to be honest. I'm, I, um, <laughs> I'm an entertainer, and I'm a, a performer, and I've been for years, you know, and, uh, you know, I've been in positions where you have to move on. The show must go on, as they say, and this is one of those situations, and it, it's, it's hard. It, this is very hard. It's, um, this is one of those times here for me, selfishly, and I'm telling you, I wish that this was uh, just a podcast and not a live show. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, you know, I just feel horrible for for anyone affected by this. It just it's 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 horrible and and shit needs to stop. Just needs to stop. You know, so that's as far as I'm going with it. I don't, I don't want to get into any deeper than that. I just, you know, uh, in regards to my views on things and stuff like that, that's just that that I'm not going to do. That's just not my style here with this show. Just sorry. Just if that pisses you off, upsets you, I'm sorry. Then you don't have to listen to my show or watch my show. I, I I'm sorry. And if you're offended, I apologize. If you're not offended, then cool. But I look, I you know, I'm I just I can't make everybody happy. You know, I, I'm 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 an entertainer. I am a, a guy who covers the wrestling industry, and I cover sports, and I have a good time with my crew here and my and and my audience. And so, I'm going to do my best to do a good show for you guys. And uh, again, uh, keep these people in your thoughts and prayers if if, if you if you choose to. Um, very very sad situation in Las Vegas. Ah. <sighs> uh, the phone number here, if you'd like to call the show and talk some football or some wrestling or baseball or uh, just about uh, whatever you want to talk about, for the most part, you can call the show. Uh, that is a, a very simple process, guys. Attention hotline fans. Uh, all you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. So you can call the show and and, and chop it up with yours truly here and we'll get rolling. Um, let's try and get into some house cleaning here, Dennis, if you don't mind. Uh Let's do that in a three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. All right, guys, so uh, check it out. I want to uh, show you guys something, uh, an, a- an action figure that's in my hand here. 
So if you're not watching the video, you can check it out later on. But it's an action figure, action figure of yours truly, of me uh, in my old wrestling gear. If you can zoom in a teeny bit, Anthony, that'd be awesome. If you can, if you can, I, I get it. But uh, it's just a pretty badass action figure right here. And I want to tell you guys where you can go um, get one. I mean, this guy makes custom. There it is, a zoom-in shot. This guy makes custom figures, you know, of old old wrestlers, new wrestlers, whatever. Um, he does some really cool stuff, and it's called Custom Figures. So you can go to at WrestleFigures Wrestle on Twitter. At WrestleFigures. Um, it's really cool. Uh these are like all custom, like I said. So it, it's pretty, it's pretty badass. And um, just tell him what you want, I guess, through Twitter or whatever. And I, he has an email or Facebook, and you could uh, get rock and rolling. He does, um, he does some really amazing stuff, really cool stuff. So uh, he made that uh, for yours truly here for the show. So I wanted to give him a little plug, a little shout out. And uh, there you have it. Also, um, this Friday. A couple things are going to go down. Uh, good news, bad news. Bad news is there will be no live show of the Taz Show this Friday. But the good news is there will be a audio only, a podcast that drops. And fly that graphic up, please. Friday, a podcast uh, going into, there it is right there, Hell in a Cell prediction podcast there it is right there that will be yours truly solo jones straight through old school like hpm days that's what's going to happen i'm going to do a prediction podcast that will drop i'm 99 sure it'll drop uh hopefully around 8 a.m eastern uh friday just like when the show comes up live um does that sound right dennis you think that'll go down or is Seth spearheading this? You're, you're not involved with this, I believe, right? Uh, I haven't been informed yet, so I imagine this is a Seth doing, but happy to help, and I can almost... I would bump it up to 100. It can be out at 8 a.m. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, great. So, uh, yes, we're trying... Uh, this is Seth's idea. To do our best to keep you out of things. That's what I'm hearing is the best way to go about for the success of the Taz Show is to keep Dennis out of things. This is what I'm being told. I'm just telling you. That was behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> Don't tell him. Don't. Uh, he don't care, so I can tell you. The guy really, he just don't care. Uh, what else we got in house kidding? Is there a T-shirt to be plugged? No, there's no new shirt out, right? Is there something? I feel like there's something else well, for house cleaning. I found it interesting that when we discussed the blockhead shirt, yeah. the the uh, the poll was sixty forty. Oh, do tell. And it ended up. What's it at now? Wow. It. I mean, the poll's over. Poll's closed. But it ended at fifty fifty. Isn't that a work? That sounds. It did it really end at fifty fifty. I'm looking at it right now. Fifty fifty. I think that's the first time that's ever happened in polls on Twitter. Will you stop? That something's been 50-50. That's got to be the first time that's ever, 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 ever happened. I, that almost calls for a recount. No, we're good. Um, we're still not doing a shirt. The, the blockhead shirt will not be done. I, I ain't telling you people. That shirt is not getting done. You could beg me, all of you, the whole audience could show up in front of this studio in the middle of Manhattan, on your hands and knees begging, please make the shirt, Taz, please. No, I'm not 
Sell it for 150 bucks. We'll all buy it. No. No. We are not selling the shirt. No. I, I did not do my due diligence this week, and I wanted to tweet out graphics of the shirt. This shirt will never be available. I'm going to get shirts made just for me to wear on the air of the Blockhead shirt. I might even do that. I can do whatever I want. You realize that? Na, 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 na. There's the graphic. Blockhead T never available <laughs> anywhere. That shirt will never be available. You know why? I'm Because I'm angry. Some say, ah, oh, you're a little bitter. A little bit. A little bit bitter sometimes. I get a little bitter. Yes. I can get bitter. There's no doubt about it. I live for bitterness. I do. I live for bitterness. I, I really, really do. Not a shot in hell you guys are getting a shirt ever. Not happy. Not happy. You guys wanted to vote against it, and now you want to make a comeback in, in the fourth quarter? <laughs> nice try. Nice try. See, how, see what I did there, right, Dennis? You see how this goes. You see how I am. I mean, you're well within your right, and especially... It should have been 100 or nothing. That's right. I'm running the game. Damn right. It's too much. They want more. They want more. They want free. Don't you understand? They want more. I get them deals with companies. I get the percentage off. I get them free video, free audio, everyday, nonstop content on friggin' Facebook. I'm all on a friggin' machine. Machine. And they want to vote down the Blockhead shirt. You sons of bitches. All of you. Shame on you and a pox on your ancestors. Whoa. I get deep when I get... That's heavy. When I go into the ancestor thing. What if you made one shirt and then sold it like that Wu-Tang album a couple years ago? Not a bad idea. Tell me more. You you make one shirt, really drive it up. Look, you guys didn't want it, but there's one. And then now people now people want it. Sell it for like $6,000. I'm in. Can't go wrong there. I was going to go make, higher. Make one shirt. Ten grand. That's Highest bidder. Ten grand. One only. We have an auction on air. We have Seth do it. Yeah, 10,000. We have 10, 15, 10, 10, 15, 20, 20, 20, 25, 25, 30, 30, 35, 35. Sold. All right. Step right up. 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 Could you imagine him doing auctions? Oh, that would be brutal. Step right up. See the ginger bearded man produced a Taz show. Yes. I'd have to like do something along with it, like eat a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something. Seth, that bum. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. A communication system for the phones. The phones are open. But I'm not getting proper communication, Dennis. Maybe you have to get off your large ass and check out what's going on in the call screen room. I'm just saying. In a, in a sec. Or you can sit there and DMIM and text, whatever it is that you do yourself. You can do that, too. I need to get into a little football chatter here. Maybe we could pipe down this house cleaning. There was, I think there was something else for house cleaning. But I don't, we don't know what it is, right? Uh... No, you hit everything. I hit two things. Uh, whatever. We got copious notes there. It's, it's two things. That's everything, though. <laughs> oh, wow, that's nice. That was a nice shot at me. No, I mean, there was uh, there was two things on the docket. You covered them both. Football time. <laughs> 
JV Jones, hit the music. Nobody provides wrestling insight quite like Dabs. But he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? The Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. Well... I don't even know where to start. I mean, it's so, it's just. Did you ever see uh, back in the day when you were a kid? I don't know how you're a little younger than me, but Mr. Rogers, he's this opening line of his song. It's, it's so a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the beauty wood. I don't know what beauty wood is. I've sung this, I've sung this, <laughs> I've sung this before on the, on the cash show. I'm making a repeat. It's a beautiful day in the NFL, a beautiful day in the NFL. I don't know what's better. That my Bills are not just kicking ass in the AFC. They are first place in the AFC. That's right. And if the Bills are in first place at 3-1 in the AFC, well, Taz... That must mean that the Patriots are in second place. No. What do you mean no? Well, uh uh-uh. A JV team, that's someone in this room, not me, was deemed a JV team. That's the New Jersey Jets. They are in second place. And I hope, to me, just leave the standings like this for the whole year, and I'm good. I'd rather see the Dolphins not be in fourth and those fucking Patriots in fourth. But that's all right. They could sit in a three-hole and rot. Yeah, the Patriots lost. Oh, Lord. And the Bills won. And Bills won in epic fashion. And they go and they knock down the undefeated at the time. 3-0 and Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. First loss handed to the Falcons, 23-17 by my Bills. I will say it was a hell of a football game, and we did get lucky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest here. Not one, but the two top wide receivers for the Falcons went down with injuries early. Sanu and Julio Jones. That helped big time. Definitely helped big time. But you know what? That's how it goes. And also some bad play calling in the <laughs> two-minute offense by the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know what. I'm not blaming Matt Ryan. I think it's more of the offensive coordinator, head coach, or something. I don't know. what. I, I, I like Matt Ryan, but I don't know what the hell happened there. They had a chance with the final. I don't can't remember the seconds. It might have been like 30 or 40 seconds left. Seth was texting me. What are they doing? He's going crazy. Let's see him. First, he's putting the, the jinx on me. You know what he's doing? He's texting me. Wow, the Bills look great. Meanwhile, the fourth quarter's just starting. I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Darn right, it's your off Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa wait, wait. Who's, who's in here? Get him out. Who was that? That was Seth. Off season. So we had um, Seth texting me, trying to jinx me. Prick. The Bills look great, Taz. I don't hear from this guy ever. All of a sudden, he's texting me now during the Bills' success. I'm like, bro, just wait for the game, man. Just wait for it. And then he's texting me how bad the play calling is by the Falcons. He's burying the Falcons, which shows me that he wanted the Falcons to win the game. 
he's so. uh he's adopted the Falcons as his NFC team. Ah. He's, he's big on the Falcons. I didn't know that. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, he can be big on them now that they're three and one. So um, yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, QB, Buffalo Bills, 12 of 20, 182 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Shady McCoy of the Bills, 20 carries, 78 yards. Charles Clay had a great game for the Bills, a tight end. Five receptions, 112 yards in reception. The defense looked awesome for the Bills. Uh, Matt Ryan, three turnovers, two interceptions, then a fumble. Uh, the Falcons could not hold the football, man. They could not hold on to the ball this whole game. But anyway, it don't matter. We did catch some breaks with those wide receivers being injured. Um, but that happens. I mean, that's that's football. You, you got to you got to roll with the breaks, and sometimes the ball rolls your way. Sometimes it don't. <laughs> you got to capitalize when that happens, and they did. The Bills did, so I'm very happy, and I'm just so happy the Patriots lost. Oh God, I mean, nothing against any of you Patriots fans. You know that. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I would never. Um, speaking of teams that lost, um, the New York Giants, well, I'm sorry, the New Jersey Giants continue their, their horrible start to losing to the Buccaneers. Another walk-off field goal by the opponent of the Giants. 25-23, to 23, the Bucks win. Jameis Winston-Jones is looking pretty good. He looked good in that two-minute offense. He looked good, bro. You got to admit it. No, he absolutely your did. Your defense didn't help. I mean, your defense cost the Giants that game. You do realize that. Absolutely. Where, like, going into the season, it's the like. The offense didn't play bad. We had question marks at the O-line, and the O-line kept Eli, Eli upright yesterday. The, the O-line played fine. The defense is horrible right now. Absolutely atrocious. And, and that was supposed to be the strength of the team. And it's not. And now this season's just a waste, and it's. Ugh, it's you can't find a win. You're all for. 0-4, talk shit about the Jets, and you're 0-4. But the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I don't know when you're going to win again because your quarterback's going to retire in a couple more games. That goes without saying. Look, Eli Manning actually had a decent game yesterday. He threw for almost 300 yards, like 288 or 89 yards or some shit. And so, he, you know, he's, he's, you know he's, he's, he played good. Even your uh, blonde Mohawk Jones, number 13, Beckham, he uh he caught up uh, what ten passes or something like that. Like seven for like ninety or something. Yeah, he dropped a couple out right in his belly, right between the one and the three. He did do that, didn't he? Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, exactly. But throw a ball sixty-five feet above his head and twenty yards to the right, my man will catch it. It's like Spider-Man. Throw it right to him, can't catch it. But now the uh, that defense is what hurt you guys. And you just know to like this. A quarter of the way through the season, you know the Giants are just terrible. The second day, the Bucks had the ball with like I want to say three and change. You're like, they're just going to go down the field. They're going to kick the game winning. Like the writing's on the wall. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Jameis marched down the field. And you're just like watching the field goal. Like there's no Nick Folk. Nick Folk missed. He missed an extra point in two field goals earlier. Mm. No doubt in my mind, he was going to knock this one right through, and he did. You the are. Giants are just, they're bad now. I, I got too cocky you, preseason. Yeah, oh, you think? You're shitting a brick. I mean, you really are. I mean, good Lord. You, sir, you're well, you're a buffoon. And I mean this in a nice way. I don't mean that negatively. See, here's the thing. You talk so much smack and, and just like, and act like a tough guy. And you bury everybody's team. Everybody. Uh, you, 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 you just completely 
just shit on my team's victory when I beat the Jets. Completely just like, eh, you beat a JV team. Okay. Meanwhile, the Jets are in second place in the AFC, second place in the AFC East. They're two and two. They got two more wins than your team. Your team's 0-4, slunker. Okay? 0-4. And you talked all that shit. I don't usually do this to people, but I'm gonna rail you now, because you deserve it. I do. I do. I was wrong. Be like your butt buddy, Anthony. See how he plays it? And What's up, boss? Your Broncos beat the Raiders 16-10. I liked it. I, I, I watched the game. Strong defensive effort by you guys, for sure. Uh, Derek Carr out of the game. Back spasm Jones. I got it. But you guys won the game. See what you do? You're smart. And you don't talk crap. You're smart. Well, I'm, like, in the same boat as you. I'm very superstitious, so, like, I like to talk crap. But then I'm, like, if they lose, I completely blame myself. You're a Met fan. Yeah. That's what, I'm a Met fan. Met fans, this guy's a Yankee fan. Yankee fans, they're cocky. They yeah. just think it's great. Everything's great. I texted him yesterday, too, telling him, I'm like, the Jets are better than the Giants. You know what happens? No sell. Oh, no yeah. text back. Oh, yeah, no, he disappears. Yeah. Yeah, he disappeared on me all weekend. I'm sick of him. Sorry. My mic was on for a while. Put my mic on! <laughs> Dennis, it's unbelievable. I don't even. I'm not even enjoying watching football this year. You shouldn't. And 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 let's. If we back up to college football, you messed up there too. With what? Well, you made a little comment at me about Rutgers football. You buried Rutgers football. Remember that? Now this is where we're going to disagree here. No, we're not. Because Rutgers played Ohio State at Rutgers on Saturday. Ohio State throttled them and destroyed them. But I made a comment last week on the show here that Rutgers has, I couldn't remember what it was, some kind of a strong tradition. And, oh, I know what it was, the legacy and tradition. I don't know. It's the birthplace of college football, Rutgers football. That's what the TV announcer said. Tweeted it and everything to you. Yeah, being the birthplace doesn't mean you have a strong tradition. That just means you were the first one there. Dude, how is that not tradition? Are you nuts? Your team has sucked. They've had 10 good years. In, You're out of if, your mind. If they're the, if they're the first place. You're crazy. If they're the birthplace of college football, they're the first team. So in the 150 oh, 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 years. Stop, 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 stop. So you're telling me, right there what you just said, they're the birthplace of college football. You agree with that gentleman said. Now, the announcer, now, that's not tradition. That's all tradition. It started with them. I no, I'm oh, not. I'm not looking God. at tradition as like longevity. I'm looking at like <laughs> I was talking records, like quality, like good seasons. And they've had 150 years, and they've had 10 good seasons. That's not a good tradition. I, no, no, sir, sir, I am not. I never sat here or in the rage cave praising the win-loss record of the Rutgers College Knights. I never did that. I never did that. I was pondering because I could not recall there was some sort of a legacy, tradition, some kind of a historic thing about Rutgers, and I couldn't remember what it was. You being the audio producer, the wannabe fucking co-host, which you're not, and you want to be the next big thing in radio, which you're not that either. You're not the next big thing in anything. How about that? Except your pants. How about that? <laughs> that was mean. Sorry. So, But accurate. <laughs> it was a good one. It was too easy. And was that mean or was that accurate? It was accurate. You know, facts are facts. Pretty good one-liner, though. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> guess not. I got over. Take care. Good one. Um, on, what is your problem with Rutgers, dude? What is your problem? Did, did, I don't have a problem with something. Like I don't have a problem with Rutgers. They, they let everybody in. Ain't got oh, into Rutgers. Nice. What that's noise? Nice, I'm sure all the alumni listen to the Taz show. Real nice. Happy to hear that. That's really nice. Uh, well, yeah, the, the only thing you need to do to get into Rutgers is pay for the postage stamp. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and rip any colleges. So look at the Broncos. Uh, uh, the Broncos. I said they beat the Raiders 12 to 10. I'm sorry, 16 to 10. Anthony's Broncos, as they call them, uh, strong defensive <laughs> effort. Knocking the Raiders uh, quarterback, uh, Derek Carr, out of the game with back spasm. How about the Panthers? Did I mention that the, the Patriots lost to the Panthers? I don't know if I mentioned that. I might have. Panthers hit a field goal as the time expired to beat the Pats in Foxborough. Oh, God, it's tremendous. 33-30. Let's talk about the Patriots for a second, if you guys don't mind. So, the team that's in third place in the AFC East, where's all of the experts on ESPN and Fox Sports and CBS Sports. Where are all of you talking all that shit that you talked about the Patriots in the beginning of the year? There's nobody in the AFC East that can hang with them. My ass. My ass. My ass. Backtrack now, bitches. Backtrack. I sat there and I didn't say nothing. I let you guys talk all that shit you talked. The Patriots are going to run them out of the AFC East is a joke. What a joke of a... Put the... the put, put the... Put the Patriots... Let's put the Patriots in the NFC... Well, let's put them in the NFC Central... Oh, that's a real conference. Shut up. Shut up. Like Kevin James used to say, shutty. I don't want. I don't want to get upset. There's nothing to get upset about. They lost. No, but you missed my point. All these people and Boomer Asiason, that is. He might be one of them that did it too. They all just a few short weeks ago talked all this shit about the AFC. They buried the Jets. They buried the Bills. They buried the Dolphins, which is apropos. But they buried. They buried the conference. And it's the Patriots. They just—it's like they—it's like the Patriots are in the JV league. How about that? Look at that. Yeah. Look at now. Look at it now. God, the Bills keep winning. All of us, I'm like a real asshole. <laughs> the Bills look good, man. The they Bills beat, look good. They beat the Broncos, who are one of the premier teams in the league. They beat the Falcons, who was another premier team. The Bills are legit. You ever hear that expression where they say there's plenty of room on a bandwagon? There isn't, so don't. There's no room oh, for you. I'm not hopping on. No, don't. I don't want to put the stink on you. No, there's literally no room for you. Sorry. I would need an empty wagon to get on it. Just don't have room. the room, Dennis. Well, there's plenty of room on the Giants bandwagon. <laughs> oh, yeah. People just flying off of that thing. Lordy B. Lordy B. But back to the uh, Patriots. As I mentioned, they lost. So here's the thing. They have two losses now. So now everybody, all the so-called experts, like, what's wrong with the Patriots? They're in trouble. What is wrong with There's nothing wrong with them. They're getting beat in the NFL. It's the NFL, dudes, okay? It's the NF friggin' L. It's a very hard league to win in. But all you marks for the Patriots in that cover sports, not the fans of this show, you all drip and, and all over Brady and Belichick. 
Like they invented football. Rutgers invented football! <laughs> it's the birthplace of college football. Don't you know it? Rutgers did that! Here's the best news. Four-day breakdown Jones. You know what that means? That means the Pats got to fly all the way down to Tampa Bay and play my man, Jameis Winston and the Bucks. Quick turnaround Jones. Go down there and play in a tough place. Del Mabry, I've been down there. The big fucking ship in the end zone. I know. I've been there. That's what it's called. The oh, big yeah. ship. Oh, yeah. I don't know, buddy. I think the Pats might be in trouble when they go down to Tampa Bay. I'm just saying. You disagree with that? Uh, Right. I I do only because I, when was the last time the Patriots lost back-to-back games? Dude, they're going down Tampa. They got quick turnaround Jones. Look, I, I'm rooting for the Bucs. Just... You know, right now, Belichick's got them just running sprints. They've been running sprints since like 4 in the morning today. Just run! He's also pushing. He's got constipated. <laughs> ah, just run! Ain't too much roast beef in Boston. Just run! I gotta go to break. We're very late to break. Good lordy be. Uh, gonna continue with the NFL chatter and making friends across the NFL and all the sportscasters on the other side of break and also get into a little conversation I want to have about Enzo and Corey Graves, this tweet exchange. I have some thoughts that maybe no one's told you. I will get to the phones. They're ringing on muck. Taz show, very busy. Sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here on the Tash Show Monday edition right here. Um, so we're going to get talk a little bit on NFL, a little bit more, and get into some uh, Raw, Monday Night Raw tonight. Wrestling, WWE Wrestling promotion. Uh, we're going to, uh, not really promotion, previews, a better word. Gonna do that in a little bit. Talk about Enzo and um, Corey Graves. Their tweet exchange. Gonna do that. Gonna get some phone calls. Probably do Facebook Live later on, possibly if the machine's working right. Uh, I went this morning and got myself a nice Beck, a bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, I've been eating better. I've been eating well, I should say. But today I went off the diet a little bit. And as I go to pay the man at the truck, the little snack shop. He says, oh, I love your watch, sir. I love your watch. <laughs> of course you love my watch. It's a movement watch. And I'm wearing it right now. I'm going to take this off. This is why you got to watch video. Movement watches, they support the Taz Show. We support them. Look at this bamboo right here. Let's zoom in on that, Ant. Movement watch, man. The way this company started, okay, two dudes dropped out of college a few years ago with the desire and the vision of making great quality watches that are affordable. So check this out. The Movement Watches, like they, they have a ton of them. You got to go on their website. Movement Watches start at just 95 bucks. Uh, and, and, and you're looking at, if you go to a department store, this, this quality watch, this weight and everything, you're looking at this watch being four or 500 bucks easily. Okay. And uh, so Movement, what they did was, it's pretty cool. They figured out by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman in a retail markup, providing the best pros- possible price for, you know, us, the customer. And I'm going to have a nice uh, percentage off for you in a second here. So it's classic design, quality construction. Um, check this out. They got over 1.5 million watches sold in over 160 countries right now and counting. And when I got my watch sent to me, it comes in this cool box. Check out this box. 
right? Look at fancy damn. Look at this thing. Comes in this thing here with extra links. If you got a big fat wrist or a little skinny wrist or whatever you got going on. Um, and uh, fancy box, fancy watch, movement right here. You can't go wrong. So this is what I want you to do. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash T-A-Z. That's mvmt.com slash T-A-Z. Uh, this watch has a really clean design uh, that makes great fashion statements. So now is the time to step your, your up your watch game and go to mvmtwatches.com slash Taz. Join the movement. Damn right. I love it. So I know I talked about movement before on the show here. I'm so excited to do it again because um, I wear this watch all the time. Gunmetal Jones I got here. I like the gunmetal. That's kind of my style. So uh, that color like metal, you know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. Did you receive yours yet? Uh, not yet, right, Dennis? Not yet, no. Uh, you get 15% off. Use the code. It's really, really T-A-Z. T-A-Z, as you would say. Uh, Brett in Indiana, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, house? Hey, Taz. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. I will, I will uh, make this schnell. Mm. First of all, got to put you over. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was a huge fan of your entering work, commentary. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I believe when you first started your show way back in the uh, human podcast days, you were a wrestler who now did audio. Now I kind of look at you as a media mogul oh. who was a wrestler. I agree, sir. Thank you. That's very kind of you, Brett. Thanks. Nice words, my dear. You're my favorite caller. I also want to help you, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> well, I tried to call last week, but there was a problem with the phones. Um, Shocking. Back in the, uh, in the early 90s, WWE had ran promos, um, kind of making light of the work stoppage in baseball, and which was a very polarizing issue for the country at the time, as mm. is as is the anthem protest in today. Right. Um, I believe they also ran a, a story about a referee strike later on. You talk, um, hold on, you're talking about WWE did this? Yes. Ooh, that, how, when was, what year was this? Uh, well, you're saying early, ni- was, you said early 90s? Yes, they, they ran promos in the early 90s um, that kind of, uh, they were, it was like a Field of Dreams type promo. I think I remember where this. They, kind of, they yeah. kind of made light of, the baseball being on strike and hey we have no off season we're always here for you sort of thing right okay kind of capitalizing on the misfortune of another big well, sports league i also i think i wasn't working for wwe then that was before i was i was just getting getting my feet rolling in the business i mean uh, at that time but i knowing how they do things <clears throat> i i i think wwe probably did that to just capitalize on something that was very, very topical in order to grab the, the mainstream sports fan to watch wrestling. I, that's probably why they did that. Well, and that brings me to, to fast forward to today, my point being with the anthem protests, do you see, could you see, and what do you think of the idea of WWE incorporating it somehow to go in the opposite stance from the NFL? You know, kind of put themselves out there as, hey, where we, we play the anthem uh, before all of our shows, and we expect our wrestlers, to, you know. Right. You can do, think of it and create it however you want, but something along those lines. Or I kind of feel like it's too hot of an issue. I think they would be in a publicly traded company. They would just kind of look back and say, yeesh. Mm, yeah, I don't think they're going to do I Listen, it. listen, no, Brett, I don't think they're doing nothing. If you look now, I think, and thank you, Brett, for calling, I'm pretty sure, like, it's kind of it, – to be frank, and I watched the NFL yesterday, uh, and <clears throat> I think it's kind of dying down a little bit. I mean, they're showing, uh, you know, uh, some of the players that are taking a knee or sitting down, and the ones that are standing. They are showing this. 
I even tweeted before the games that it's almost become like kind of like must-see TV, but I got to give credit to the networks. They kind of they, they showed it. They, the announcers touched on it, and they all moved on. I watched probably about three, four games in the 1 p.m. slot, just switching around in a couple, and uh, two in the 4 p.m. slot. <clears throat> and they were, they were not dwelling on it. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Fox Sports, now, Dennis, you could triple-check me on this on the GTS. Fox Sports, I believe said they're 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 not showing the anthem anymore they're refusing to like promote this i believe it's something along that lines i, I could be wrong on the exact wording i'm i'm saying here but like as far as the facts of it because i know i uh, i was just reading some of the newspapers and i saw some of that what's it say Dennis? no you're right an article from forbes says uh fox is choosing not to air any of the National anthems because of the protests. There you go. The now, I'm the guy who came out here last week and I said, you know what? The, the media is not helping will. this. Meaning, meaning the negative, negative round. Look, the players have a reason why they're doing you know this. You can go, right? And, you know, they, you can't get lost in the, the topic here. It's, it's, it, and I think many of the players, no matter what color they are, uh, you know, their race, whatever, they're, 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 it's not against the military. It's not. It's not against our country. It's not against the flag. But it does send a message, I guess, to some folks. It's a little, you know, confusing. And so, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends what side of the fence you feel you are on. But I believe, like a lot of people, when they watch football, they want to watch football. And I don't care what your religion is, what your race is. I really believe that. And I understand why the players are doing what they're doing, some of them, because they have a platform and they want to utilize that platform where others are, are not as fortunate to have that platform. I respect that. I understand that. I do. I do, but I just want to watch football. I just want to watch the Bills in first place. I just want to hear that the Patriots lost to the Buccaneers this Thursday. I'll put it out there. Jameis Winston, my man, turn it up this Thursday. Turn it up. It's Thursday, right? That it is. <laughs> just want to make sure. Sometimes I get ahead of myself. Talk all this shit and I'm way off. That happens to me a lot. Hey, uh, Zach, Long Beach. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How are you? Good. Zach, are you uh, with Long Beach, New York or California? Yeah, yeah. Nah, New York, New York. Oh, Long Island, uh, Strong Island, as they call it. Yes, yep. sir. What's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing. Just got to talk yeah. about the Jets. Ah, my man, yeah. you got to win. Look at you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you guys didn't believe me. We were playing good. We're starting to look good. Hey, I hey, I'm shocked. Well, at least Dennis, you did. You did. Well, there's yeah, somebody in the room called you guys a JV team. I don't know. I'm just saying, not me. Uh, I don't, I'm a Bills fan. I didn't say like that. A middle school team now. Own <laughs> four. I can't believe that, Dennis. It's sad. It's ugly. It's sad. it's ugly. It's sad. How how does that feel though, Dennis? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. They're own four. It's not like I'm out there playing. <laughs> oh, look, look, see, see, hey, hey, Zach, see what he's doing. Now he's no selling. Exactly. Yeah, it's no big deal. Whatever. It's hard to watch. But inside, he's truly mad. Listen, I used to go through this in high school with my friends. They were all Giants fans. They won a Super Bowl. Then we made it to the championship game twice. Yeah. And uh, we pretty much called it even after that. But then yeah. you guys won another Super Bowl. So. Yeah. No, I remember I remember growing up, too. I remember I was always a Jeff fan, and I remember the Giants were always the dominant one. I mean, even at you know when we had yeah, the New York Sack Exchange, they had LT, who just, like, one guy yeah. better than four. It was annoying. Exactly. Like, it sucked. Exactly. I hated it. Yeah. I remember. Even when, you know, the Giants had, like, Brandon Jacobs and Fox yeah. Nicole Burris there. Yeah. You know? Well, before that, when the Jets had when the Jets had Richard Todd's and, well, the Giant didn't. Um, 
lucky giants. Uh, but anyway, that was that was not good. Yeah, Zach. Well, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you, and congrats to your Jets. Uh, J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Yeah. So yeah, Dennis. Uh, you know, listen, buddy. You knew this was going to happen here on the show. You knew this was going to happen um, because you just act like a schmuck and you say things and you're cocky and you're arrogant about it and it's annoying. I'm fat. And I don't know why you do that. I, I don't know why. Really. Uh, it's still baseball season in my eyes. I got, oh, the, I got the Yankees tomorrow. I hope your Yankees kick ass. And I do. I told you I'm rooting for the Yankees all the way. I'm rooting for them. I am. I, I mean appreciate that. that. But no, it, it's it's not even fun to watch the Giants. It's not like we're I losing know. these shootouts or anything like that. Like no. We scored, what did we score, 20 points yesterday? And it was like, oh, man, the offense played well. It's like, oh, it's... Yeah. Collectively, as a team, it's not good right now. It, and and it didn't help that I called the Jets JV team. Mm. And you also shit on my Bills victory over the Jets. Remember that? I do remember that. But the Bills are good. Bills are Bills, real good. Bills are a legit team. You're damn right. So I'll you, tell you this right now. You're sitting high on the hog, man. Who's not high on the hog, who's in the same kind of bed you're in, and that's our friend uh, from uh, Fantasy Football League, the former producer of the Taz Show, Big Robbie. Uh, Big Robbie, uh, my notes basically say Vikings lose. Um, so... Uh, and they also, what's his name, Delvin Cook is injured, isn't he? Delvin Cook tore his ACL. Oh, that sucks. Where do you go, Florida State? Yes. Yeah, that's a shame. He's a good player. Sorry to hear. He's a rookie, right? Yeah, he's a rookie, yeah. That sucks. Took over for AP. That's right. He was leading the league in rushing, too, I want to say. They had that misfortune, was it last year? Uh, what's his name, the quarterback, Bridgewater? Two years ago. Two years ago. Man, that guy had a bad injury in practice, I think it was, right? Yeah, it was. Like gruesome like throwing injury. up in practice. Yeah, I know. I, I, I always liked him. You know, he reminds me of that Tyrod Tyler type, that mobile quarterback. But like I said in the past, I, I always liked, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Randall Cunningham back in the day. I always liked Randall Cunningham and uh, and obviously um, uh, Michael Vick. Always always a fan of mobile quarterbacks that can move. Steve Young was a mobile quarterback, but I never was a fan of his, though. He was mobile, you know. Because he was lefty. Maybe you're right. Good dog. Really good player. I mean, I was on a flight with him once, you know. Yeah? He was sitting there with his wife, acting all snooty. First class Jones, and I was sitting in the adjacent aisle of him, in first class. And he's acting like I didn't belong there. I'm sitting right next to you, homeboy. What are you doing? Please. I'm on TV any week, every week. You're on TV during football season. Go away. I was in WWE at the time. Big hot, big hot Jones. That's me. He sat there like a shit didn't stink. We're flying from Utah, from Salt Lake City, someplace. That sat right sense. next to me. He didn't even put me over. Prick. What'd you say to him? Hey, Steve, not a fan. I did not put him over. I, that's not my style, bro. I don't do that. I'm, I'm the top guy. When I'm around someone, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have more money than me, more success, more fame, whatever you got. I don't care. I'm not putting you over. I'm the man. I am the man. I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win. It's about me, bro. You understand that? When I get around that type of stuff, I'm very combative. That's fair. That's how I am. <clears throat> ah, you know, maybe Steve is intimidated by you. <clears throat> I don't think he gave a rat's ass about me. Really? And then I was embarrassed. Nah, because when I I, was, I ordered a drink, it was a, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, late night fl- uh, flight Jones. Red Eye? Red Eye Jones. <clears throat> and um, I uh, I ordered a drink and, and I fumbled the way I, like, ordered the drink, like my verbiage on the drink. Came out like I just I, and he looked at me like you. What are you a fucking idiot? You know they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one 
with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. So he looked at me, Steve Young, like a dummy. It's gin and tonic. Okay, not chin and tonic. Now I correct myself. It's very embarrassing. Chin and tonic. I'll have a chin and tonic. The girl's like, okay, I'll put my chin in your drink and mix it. How about that? Like, what? <laughs> chin and tonic, chin and tonic. Like, what is, what is chin and tonic? And he looked at me like I was just a complete buffoon. He really did. That's all right. I'm, I was over on the plane. You know why? At least five or six people were on the plane that were wrestling fans and put me over. And asked for autographs, and they just walked right by Steve Young, <laughs> which was funny. Who wants to walk with Elias? I'm telling you, it was great. Uh, that's why he was mad. It might have been. He's like, who's this guy? And his wife's giving me the eye. Like, easy, honey, I'm married. Calm down. Okay. Well, Steve Young is Mormon. What does that mean? Aren't they into, like, multiple wives and stuff like that? Yeah, but not multiple men with their wives. Yeah, I don't What's know that? how that works. That's what you're yeah, and are you familiar with this process? Did you uh, just uh, in a dumpster? What do you guys do around a dumpster? Uh, well, we drink gin and tonics around the dumpster, that's for sure. Not gin and tonics. Just no. Gin and, <laughs> <tonics. Yeah. laughs> gin and juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and some gin and juice. Orange yeah. juice. Yeah, um, yeah, I got you. Yeah. But, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> what? What was the original question? I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was trying to stall it. What is it? All right, so uh, he's the best. What else we got? We got uh, oh Todd Gurley. I, you know, last week I went on to Fancy Football Jones, the Rams running back, and I wanted to get Todd Gurley. And then who has him? You, Dennis. I was so mad. This guy's got 215 yards yesterday. Uh, they beat the Cowboys, dude. How many losses the Cowboys have? Two, two and two. Two and more, I, two more wins than the Giants. I can't say nothing because <laughs> yes. The Giants are... The- uh, <laughs> burn! <laughs> By the way, all the Giant fans out there, trust me, brothers and sisters, I'm not ripping on you. I'm not. I, I, I'm going to ride the fence and I'm going to be nice. I am not ripping on your Jersey Giants. Only Dennis and the- Seth. Seth's a Raider fan. I forgot. I'm just ripping on him anyway. Oh, that's not right. I'll just rip on him anyway. The Giants are getting a win this week, though. <laughs> What are you playing? The 0-4 Chargers. God, I hope you guys lose. Could you imagine? I'm not coming into work. If Where's the lose. game? Uh, I hope it's at home. Might be a possibility high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> That's oh the Chargers. The Chargers play in that. Um, they had like nobody at the game. It is. It is. <laughs> it is at the Giant Stadium. Um, yeah, you guys will beat them. But they, the Chargers played a soccer stadium, and they I don't know, they closed there. off the top. They put, like, giant banners on the top row of seating. It's called top, sir. It's called Parts. top. I worked for WWE and done TVs, so uh, I know what that's like to see a lot of uh, <laughs> those uh, type things. Uh, anyway, I digress. And TNA, by the way. Um, so I've seen my share of top on, on seats. Uh, you walk in this, into the arena early in the day. Oh, look at all the top that showed up to watch us work. I got it. I've seen this, sir. I'm very well familiar with this. You guys will win. You guys will win. Uh, la, 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 la. Speaking of not winning, LSU. Uh, let's go to college real quick. I want to tell you about LSU, man. Uh, it's kind of a messed up thing. They bring Troy University in to play at their homecoming. LSU pays Troy, the Trojans. Uh, they pay them a million dollars 
to face LSU. LSU wins the game. I'm sorry, Troy wins the game 24 to 21. Now, for those, and then and then find that tweet. You have the tweet. L, yeah, uh, Troy tweeted a stiff comment to LSU. It was hysterical. Now, for those of you that are not college football fans, let me smarten you up out and explain. It's pretty funny. See, what happens is a lot of these big programs like in LSU or like in Alabama or like, you know, USC or whoever, any Big Ten, Big 12, <laughs> all these big programs, they'll bring in like a lesser opponent that it's like an enhancement match, like a job match to play against at their homecoming because they know it's a guarantee win, a guarantee win. That's kind of what they think it is. Uh, not really. Not today. Uh, it didn't happen with LSU. Do you have the tweet? From Troy University, like the official Twitter. <laughs> Stiff. Hey, LSU. Thanks for having us down for homecoming. We really enjoyed it. Smiley face. <laughs> God. Cold-blooded. And thanks for the $1 million, too. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> that's going right in the bank account. Holy shit. Yeah, so that's how this works with, with, with college football. They bring in um, <laughs> the lesser opponent for the homecoming because they figure it's a squash match. And it usually is. Did that happen years ago at the big house with Michigan and Appalachian State, was it? Appalachian State. And Appalachian State upset Jones. They win it. Yeah. How much? I wonder how much Michigan paid Appalachian State. You know what to Appalachian State? I, I, ha- I know one person. Who? Charlotte Flair. Oh, very good. That that was my uh, my trivia. You got it right, punk. Oh, Appalachian State, ECU, kind of rivals in the state of North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. No one cares. Um. So, all right. So what else we got? We got LSU. Uh. Oh, sad news about. Uh, I like the guy, but thanks for coming. Uh. My Mets. Terry Collins uh, stepping down after seven years of being a manager. He's going to have a front office role. Whew, I don't know about that, but that's who's, this guy has a hard time stringing a sentence together. But uh, he's going to be in the front office there with the Mets. I like Terry Collins, though. It's hard not to like him, you know. What do you think, gang? I mean, he had, he had a good run. Yeah, I, I was never – I always liked Terry, and he was always put in compromised positions. I yeah. don't think he was, like, you know, a perfect manager. And, yeah. of course, in typical Met fashion, on the way out, they have to just completely bury the guy I know. like usual. I know, it's like WWE, but different. You know, a lot of scuttlebutt in Some people would think Keith Hernandez might get it, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I actually was hoping that, but I don't think so now because he just got in. I don't know if it's Fox, Fox. or TBS. Fox, yeah. Fox, Fox. I got nervous. I thought he was leaving the broadcast altogether. I was like, oh, oh man. No, no, no. Him and uh, Ron and uh, what's-his-face gimmick are great together. Yeah, I I hope maybe they go like Ventura or like Joe McEwing. Joe McEwing would be cool. Yeah. I don't even know if he's a good manager. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> No, I'd be cool. Hey, you know what? Don't matter right now. We're going to have a rough year next year, too, buddy. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I'm not expecting anything positive. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> as long as the Yankees win, that's all that matters here in New York. All right. So, that's all anybody cares about this year are the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees host the Twins in the American League wildcard game on tomorrow night, Tuesday. And the Rockies head over to Arizona to play the Diamondbacks uh, Wednesday. So, should be interesting. Hey, good luck to you, Yanks, man. Seriously. I appreciate that. Yeah. Severino's pitching. Yeah. Hoping uh, maybe Judge hits a home run. He's out of the slump, right? I'm not saying nothing because then you're going to put the. I don't. I, we're not talking about Aaron Judge. Wait 
wait a second. So you're you're not gonna be confident. I gotta go to break here in a second here, but you're you're not you're not confident in your team, bro. And no, I'm guy, very I'm all rise. That's what they say, right? All I hell. What do they say? That's so cocky. Oh, I hate that. He didn't come up with that. This guy seems like a nice kid. He didn't come no, up with he's, that. No, he's he's very uh humble Jones, yeah. Very well spoken, very humble. It's like me. You guys actually have a lot of similarities. He's like me. I mean, basically identical. He's just taller than me, a lot taller. No freaking way. All right, so not uh, that much. Yeah, I, I got to go to break, guy. Um, one hour down, one hour to go. Tash, you'll come back. Uh, I'm gonna get to that topic I told you about right away, about the tweet with the uh, Corey Graves interaction. We'll have the tweets for you if you're not familiar, and uh, with Enzo, I'm gonna give you some thoughts on this thing here that might surprise you. Look a bit smart, some people up that think they know some shit, but they don't. Tash, show sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Star Trek, one of the most iconic and influential global television franchises, returns 50 years after it first premiered with Star Trek Discovery. The CBS All Access original series features a new ship, new characters, new mission, while embracing the same ideology and hope for the future that inspired generations of dreamers and doers. So make sure you guys check it out. Star Trek Discovery is now streaming exclusively on CBS All Access with new episodes landing every Sunday across devices at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. So please start your free trial now at cbs.com slash Star Trek. Energize. La, 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 la. You know the song, right? Star Trek Discovery. It's awesome, bro. The, thing, the thing's great on the CBS All Access uh, original series. It's it great. sounds like a uh, like an old award show from like the sixties or seventies. I just picture you coming down the the long banister with like penguin tails, the tuxedo. Yeah. Damage report. <laughs> Damage report. Exactly. It's awesome. Uh, Anyways, uh, so that's a deal. So uh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah. So I wanted to get right into it. Straight forge ahead. I've been talking and getting sidetracked. So Enzo. The uh, new cruiserweight champ over on uh, 205 for WWE, 205 Live, Jones. And you got Corey Graves, the color commentator for every single show that WWE offers. Okay. Okay, he's to be on one show. He's on every single show. So, um, anyway, there was a little tweet exchange. Uh, maybe uh, Dennis and Anthony, you guys could help me with some of these tweets so we can share with the audience and I could comment. Okay, so. And uh, what, you're going to post it on the video? What do, I thought we, have a, we have a screenshot, don't we? Yeah. And there it is. Corey Graves. God, you do it. Okay. <laughs> I'll, you really got it. Uh, Corey tweeted out, My son just ran to second base and danced like at Real One, which is Enzo's Twitter, to celebrate. I have failed as a father. So, that got a lot of likes and retweets. And then Enzo came back with a tweet, I believe, and he said, Nah, you didn't fail as a father. You failed as a wrestler. 
That's why they dress you up in a suit and tie and told you to sit down. Hashtag how you doing. Uh, now, pretty good comeback. Um, let me get your opinion as a fan. I see you making faces, Dennis. Like, what, what do you think of that? What did you think of that? Seriously, be, be honest. Now, working with you, I've learned if there's one thing that, that I'll pick up from my time here is that everything, everything's a work, as you say. Well, this so, this is not a work. Okay, continue. This is uh, this. I don't think this is a work. Okay, but can I continue. I don't. Interesting. That's so, not what I'm going to talk about. But go ahead. Right off the bat, I didn't like it because Corey's career ended because of concussions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like he ended because he he was old and his time was up in the ring. And, right, and he was forced to retire. I agree with that. So for, for Enzo to take that shot, stiff, right? <sighs> Some of the stiffest I've seen in, in, in a long time. Right. And at the same time, though, now here's where working with you has allowed me to get some more insight than I would ever dream of in wrestling is that how much of it is like it's stiff, but how much of it is Enzo playing the heel champ character where he's a, like he comes out on 205 <laughs> Live and he just talks junk to everyone. Well, I, I think that. I'm going to give you all that in a second here. Now, Mike Johnson, the PW Insider reporter, who does a weekly uh, segment on this show here, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but Mike kind of took, he made some kind of a comment, and I think other people would agree with Mike, saying this might be too far. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of like uh, they're saying maybe Enzo's going to get heat for this with the office. Mike said something like that, I believe. I don't want to put words in Mike's mouth. Yeah, Mike's my friend. But <clears throat> something like that, right? Does, did he say something like that? I'm going through it. Yeah. Now. All right, so here's the thing, my thoughts on this, okay? And if you want to call the show, you can call the show, and you can talk about it. I get some people on hold, I'll get to a minute. But if you want to call, 866-475-2948. Um, and uh, I'm curious, you're, you, you as fans, what you guys think of this, but do you have Mike saying? Not yet. Okay. He basically, and I'm getting paraphrased, Mike kind of said, well, I think it uh, this might have went too far. Kind of what you alluded to, Dennis, that... Maybe Enzo went a little far with his comments because of what happened to Corey. That, you know, he, they didn't make him a commentator because he was a bad wrestler. It was because he he was injured and he couldn't continue wrestling. So, and that's kind of what Mike alluded to, similar to what you said. When you get it, you tell me. Here's my thing, guys, on this. When I read it, I have and still have absolutely zero problem with Enzo, what, what he said. Quite frankly, I have more of a problem with Corey said. <laughs> I think what Corey said was wrong. And I'll tell you why I think it was wrong. I, I, I think he was trying to be funny, and that's fine, um, because he constantly rips Enzo on the air, constantly, even before he was Cruiserweight champ. I don't know if these guys are friends or not. I don't really care. I don't know the shtick. I don't know how that works. But when you leave and you're not at work on the air and you're doing your own social media and you still go after the guy unless they're friends and they're joking, then cool. But if you're still acting like you do on the air about him, me personally, as a former commentator and a former wrestler, I could tell you that don't fly in my opinion. I don't think you should do that. And this is the reasons why. Now, are you surprised to hear this, Dennis? I actually am. Um, Mike said given that Graves was medically disqualified from performing it for WWE as a professional wrestler due to multiple concussions, that shot may have crossed the line. Look, I don't think it crossed any line. And I I appreciate what Mike's saying, and I also feel bad, and I remember seeing that episode of, 
Hey, what was that show? E60? The special. Was it E60? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, where Triple H offered him to be the commentator because he couldn't wrestle because of concussions. I feel bad. I've always felt bad for Enzo, Enzo or any, I'm sorry, not Enzo, uh, uh, Corey, any wrestler that, you know, can't continue their career because of injury and, 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 but you get another opportunity to make a living in the industry as a commentator, you're blessed. Um, that kind of happened to me where I just was getting to the point where it was too many injuries, but they also saw me as a commentator too, which, and everything, the stars aligned and it worked for me. So I was blessed to get that opportunity, just like Corey was blessed to get that opportunity. And I think he'd tell you that. Um, it's a shame that the guy got injured and he couldn't continue wrestling. You know, I, I, I agree. I feel bad for the guy too. Here's my problem though. And this is what I'm going to educate you people to. Okay? You cannot, you just can't attack the talent who is drawing money for the company. Any of the talent. You can't do that, in my opinion, because they pay the bills for the commentator to sit home for a few days a week while they're on the road wrestling and training and busting their ass, and we as a commentator go to work one or two days a week calling shows and sitting there not taking bumps, no matter if you're medically cleared or not. You, in my view, you shouldn't do that. That's just how I see it. Again, I don't know if Enzo and Corey, they could be best buddies for all we know, and this could be a rib between them, and maybe it is. I hope it is. Okay, but I have no problem with Enzo coming back at him because he's defending himself. Corey threw the first, in regards to tweets, I'm not storming a real fight. Corey threw the first punch on a Sunday or Saturday. Enzo just rebutted. What is Enzo supposed to do? Be a sacrificial lamb for a color commentator? the fuck out of here. You can't do that. This guy's out there bumping. He's a, he's a cruiserweight champ <clears throat> getting attacked by everybody. He's got heat with everybody, apparently. The office has got him bumping and selling for everybody. He's getting heat in the locker room. He's got this, that, and other thing. Now he's got a commentator ripping him on the air, which is part of the gimmick, I guess. But then the commentator's going to rip him on Twitter, too? Come on. You can't let that happen. No. Different perspective. A lot of you might disagree with me, and that's fine. But I'm letting you know because I've been on both sides of that fence. So in the WWE, so I understand the value and how important it is to put over the talent. And what I mean by that is sometimes you put over the talent just by not burying them publicly. And that was a that tweet was a burial. He said something very nice about his own son, which was nice of Corey. That's, that's cool his son. You know, he's playing basketball, baseball, or whatever, and he made second base and all that. That's awesome. And then he took a shot at Enzo. Again, maybe they were joking around. I failed as a father. I got it. In actuality, if you think about what Corey did, he's actually putting Enzo over on the front end by saying his son was dancing like Enzo. Actually, on the back end, too. Now I think about it, he's putting Enzo over. Enzo came back with it because it did come off as an insulting shot that he failed as a father. And then Enzo being a heel, also I think had to you know, take a shot at the guy who was not a, not a worker anymore. And the workers are the guys drawing the money. <laughs> you got to put over the boys. It's just that's the way the business goes, you know? So <clears throat> that's my thoughts on it, you know? I don't know what um, – I don't know if – I'm sure fans can understand exactly what I'm saying. I mean, you know, the fans of this show are pretty intelligent people. They get it. They're far from dumb. And, again, you don't have to agree with me. I'm not telling you to agree. I'm not trying to sell you a bag of goods here. I'm just telling you, like, how I see it. Um, and also, 
the way it is in the WWE in any company. You, 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 the, the boys, and I say the boys, it's not to be chauvinistic, it's an old just expression, the, boy, the talent, boys and the girls, they are the ones that draw the money, okay? Therefore, you have to put them over or not attack them or take shots. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I think Corey, I think he does a good job on all the shows he calls, and I, I've always liked his commentary work. But I do think he really, I mean, they, they either they're telling him to do this or not. He goes after some of the talent heavy, like rips them. And that's tough because he can't take bumps, so they can't get a receipt on him. You know what I mean? So it's a little tough there. You know, I mean, I've done it. When I, when I was doing the Aces and Aids thing, that was different. I was in a heel faction. I really attacked a lot of people. But every once in a while, you got to take a little joke and take a jab at someone. We've all done it. As commentators, Jerry Lawler done it, Jesse Ventura done it, the late, great Bobby Heenan. I mean, a bunch of uh, people have done it. I mean, JBL's done it. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, I know that. But I do think with some of the guys, Corey's like really, especially with Enzo, like rips them heavy, heavy, which leads me to believe maybe they're buddies. You know, maybe it's just a, like a little joke between them or something. I don't know. Uh, real quick, just to backtrack, I want to thank David Burns on Twitter. At uh, Hey David Burns, he said, I remember I was talking earlier about Appalachian State in Michigan. And David said, Appalachian State got paid $450,000 for going to Michigan and beating them 34-32. So uh, Michigan lost in the big house. Homecoming Jones, that was several years back. Similar to what happened with LSU and uh, Troy. So there you have it. Thank you, David, otherwise known as uh, Dennis Jones. No! Is it bad when fans get me info on Twitter before you? Is that bad? No. Says who? Uh, me. Nice. Okay. What am I going to say now? I don't know. You asked me a question. I answered it. Well, you should be apologizing for your lackluster performance. That's what should have. Your mother watches this show on a regular basis. She's so proud of her son. He's on TV. Not really. But he's streaming online at least. And now, you know, now I get put in a position where I have to go after you, you large ginger man. Why? Why can you not just be more precise? Why? I'm waiting to see the depth chart. I got to know where I... You dropped. Just now. Just on that comment, you dropped. Dropped. Dunk. Yep. Yep, drop down, Jones. No doubt about it. Definitely dropped. Definitely. Definitely. Anthony's high on the hog. <laughs> You're not, unfortunately. It's just not. That's the way it goes. Uh, what else we got? I said later on we'll do Facebook probably, right? Yeah. <clears throat> We're not doing Facebook now. We might be able to do it in the <clears throat> fourth quarter, I think, maybe. Might be able to. I got to do a raw preview also. Uh, let me talk to uh, Willie Chuck. Right here. Willie Chuck, uh, what's going on there in Ohio, buddy? You're on the Tash Show. What's up? Hey, what up, Ted? I wanted to talk to you about the Lions. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, first, you you, were, you wanted a comment from, from uh, us fans about the uh, Benzo thing. I yeah, yeah. What's your perspective on it? You, you always said they don't do real well in WWE. Right. And it's, it's hard to do real well in a world where everyone thinks they know everything. Well, that's you true. You know, with all social media and all that crap. That's true. And... You can't be real unless you actually get real, and real is uncomfortable, like mm. the Daniel Bryan and the Miz thing. So that's what I kind of got from that. Like, I mean, yeah, it was uncomfortable, but they they were both kind of. I don't think one of them came out of nowhere on the other one with it. Yeah, well, that's like the Roman Reigns John Cena stuff we've seen. You know those promos and stuff, and 
you know, like they've been, I've been saying they've been trying to do real better. You know, we have Jinder Mahal going that race race route. They have him doing that with, you know, with uh, with Nakamura, and you know, just to get, you know, raise some people's hairs a little bit, you know, and just to get, and, you know, to me, you make a good point about people on social media because unfortunately, not the stereotype. Everyone, I'm not a fan of stereotypes, but there is a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of feel on social media, that, you know, for some time now that people. Again, it's a big stereotype, but people know everything on social media, and I don't mean the stereotype because I I don't like being part of stereotypes either. So, uh, your Lions, though, a nice victory over the Vikings, big NFC win for you guys. Yes, sir, and I'm so pumped for Sunday. I get hell in a cell, and and the Lions four blocks away. Oh, you're doing both. Yes, you are. You a got a hotel and everything. Are you going to bring your but Taz I'll... show sign to the football game too? I actually, I well, the way the where I sit, you can't see anything like oh, any yeah, of the yeah. I where I sit. I sit up in the. Uh, I see. Deck. Yep, yep. I got that. Means but, you're not bringing the sign. I'll, okay, got it, got it. Well, I'll be wearing the boat house. It's going to be a little chilly, you know. Boathouse. And, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the uh, Amir Abdullah. Oh, running yeah, back Jones, um, Nebraska Cornhuskers, my man. What's up? Cornhuskers. Yes. He had 94 yards yesterday. I know. And the Lions, the Lions haven't had a 100-yard rusher since Reggie Bush at Thanksgiving in 2013. You guys are still wishing Barry Sanders was back. But um, thing is, thing is, he, uh, Abdur, he had 20, uh, 20 rushes, 94 yards to your point, and a touchdown. So uh, he's the man, dude. He was the man at Nebraska. He's legit. He's underrated. <clears throat> I think he's real good. You know, fast, fast slashing type of back, Willie Chuck. Thank you for calling. Um, thanks for not bringing a sign and a T-shirt. You're wearing a jacket pullover that you purchased from the show. Thank you for your support, Willie Chuck. You are the man, uh, myth, the legend, as they say. Yes, Willie Chuck in the house for sure. Uh, let's talk to, before we go to break, Joe in New Jersey. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz and team. Uh, two things I wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, the whole Enzo Mori quarter graves issue. Uh, I don't see it as an issue. I think it's brilliant because you know twitter has become one of the biggest marketing tools for wwe and social media and uh, and the president of the united states but i digress <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i forgot about that guy uh, yeah and it, you know it's great because it's got me at home seeing that and i'm like oh i hope this is a work but what if it's not mm. and that's the idea of it i know but bro here's the thing joe they can't. This is the thing why I don't think it doesn't work. Because with Corey, you really you can't work or do anything because he can't bump. So at the end of the day, Corey can rip and take shots anybody he wants, and they they can't bump him. <laughs> so the way it works in wrestling, Joe, and I think fans notice as an overview when you really think about it. You know, any not any, but most confrontations, verbal, social media, whatever. <clears throat> Usually the goal is for what? Like a promo segment. It's usually to end in physicality amongst the two subjects, right? So yeah. how are you going to do that? You're not going to take Corey, who is the commentator, and then you got Enzo, who's the new uh, 205 champ, the new Cruiserweight champ. He's not going to do nothing with Corey. Corey can't do anything anyway. You know what I mean? But I get your drift. You, you want to feel like maybe it's a shoot. The problem is, like, what more, how much more can Corey rip this guy on commentary anyway? <laughs> He rips them all the well, time, you know. I, I, I think Corey's doing a wonderful job, you know, as is. But he's also he could be bringing, you know, more putting Enzo a lot more over. Yeah. And you know. Yes. Not only in the, you know, the commentary way, but you know, dissing them online, and you know, just 
um, more to him, which is great. Uh, well, that's what I said earlier. The tweet kind of also puts Enzo over. I agree with that. Um, yeah. Did you have a problem, though, with Enzo's comeback? Be serious. Be honest. I mean, did you have a comeback with his comeback? Honestly, no, because uh, the way WWE's been going for the past couple of weeks is uh, it's more realism. Right, right, right. Shoots. That's right. And I love it. All right, buddy. We need to get into the more, you know, more I know. realism. I, you know? Hey, I, Joe, I agree with you, buddy, and thank you for calling. I appreciate you. Thanks, man. Very, uh, very kind of you. Very, very kind. Very kind, man. Um, that was nice. Uh, Dennis, wake up. Are you awake? Are you good? Buddy, you stupid. You're Wide awake? awake. Okay, you look a little shangad. Oh, I don't know Chinese. It's not Chinese. It's Italian. Ant don't know Italian either. Ant, do you know what shangad means? I've had it said. I don't know what it actually means. I know it's not a good thing. When I, whenever I wake up or I look... Uh, yeah, like a little shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. Face you got a little eye boogers. Yeah, you look a little shangad. You look a little shot. You look a little you know, shitty Jones. You know what I mean? That's what we used to call on the Taz Show here. On that note, uh, i got to go to break here. Uh, fourth quarter coming at you on the Taz Show. Going to do a little raw preview. We might fire up the Facebook. we got to see if that's happening live. Uh, maybe, maybe not. We got to see, and uh, and that's the deal. We got to talk some uh, loose sass invitational fantasy football league of the Taz show. Got to go over the standings and what's going on there. I didn't even look. I wanted to do it on the air. Organic Jones Taz show. Sit tight. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, fourth quarter here, Monday edition, Taz Show. Going to get into the loose ass invitational week three. Tell you guys what's going on there with the... uh, that's our fantasy football league for the Taz Show. Myself, the uh, audio producer, Dennis Jones, is in it. Um, also, Anthony, Pico DeGallo, video producer extraordinaire, John Cena, he's in it. Um, Seth, the lead producer of something here. I don't know if this company's called anymore. Merger Jones. Cowboy, who's gone. Uh, he's not on the Taz show anymore. So, him and Cena, I think, are in the last place. We also got uh, Big Robbie, former producer of the Taz show. A lot of former producers of the Taz show. Holy shit. Man. Yo, you're next, right, Dennis? Former. I mean, it's coming. Yeah. No, it's coming. I know. It's inevitable. Oh, it was fun while it lasted. No more dance on the air for you, bro, once you're gone. You know what I mean? Easily. Pretty shimmy on the air, bro. Really? You too large to shimmy? Jimmy's got no size, man. And you got no shame. <laughs> that I don't. On Facebook, by the way. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show live. Facebook live, live Facebook, whatever you want to call it. All right, fantasy uh, open. Fancy Dan. Three, two, one. Boom! <laughs> 
three, two, f one, boom! Buy a hat. Damn. Fantasy open in three, two, one! <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm losing my touch. I'll try it again. Here we go. Fantasy f open in a three, two, two and a half, one! I'm just a loser. Damn. Wouldn't have an open? No, I think that's that's the fun of having the fantasy. The I, thought we, I the, thought we had an open. We played it once, and it was told to be never played oh, again. <laughs> it's told to never be played again. Oh, bad open Jones. <laughs> I remember that. That was a problem with that open. That was horrible. Whew. Yep. I don't know who made it. That was the shits. But And you've had weeks, and you've yet to go, go do a new one, right? I kind of like what we got going here. Oh, but when it's your show, I'll give a shit what you like. <laughs> okay, until then, it's what I fucking like. Okay? Here we go. Now, the fantasy draft. Oh, a little hot. There we go. Fantasy draft. A loose ass invitation. Week three. Let me give it for you. All right. Uh, I didn't look because I wanted to talk about it here on the show. So, my team, Haas, Big Haas. Leads Anthony's Dumpster Dojo, 119 to 97. That's called an ass-kicking. Give me the breakdown here, sir. Does Anthony have a chance to come back or what? Uh, unfortunately for you, he does. Oh, no, he's got Hill playing tonight. Shit. Shit. Tyreek Hill at wide receiver tonight. I just saw that, yeah. And he needs about 22 points. Oof. I got nobody playing tonight. So it's not insurmountable, but it's. I mean, he's going to need a, a, a good game. He ain't getting 21. Hill's legit, but he ain't getting 21, bro. It's not happening. He's not. I mean, you think he's going to get it? Seriously. Uh, I don't know. What... That's a good comeback. Hey, Ann, uh, what about you? Do you, th do you think, you think uh, Tariq Hill's going to get 21 points? I don't think he does. He could. And then I'm in this funky spot where I'm like, I kind of want the Chiefs to lose. So if he doesn't get the point, it's okay. Yeah, but you're then... a Bronco fan. Why would you have a Chief? Because you got to play to win the game. Hello. <laughs> you play to win again. I have an idea. This is a good idea, man. Trust me on this. What you should do, because you have time, you should put him on a waiver wire, cut him right now before the game starts. Uh, Dude, Good idea. Come on. But then, then I don't have a guy. I think all my guys played. Oh, you just had some for next week. It's fine. It's not a problem at all. But then I'm like, I, you know, then I lose. I'd rather lose fighting. You're going to lose, sir. Okay, you will lose. Uh, Dennis, your team is leading Seth's new boys. It's <laughs> not the real name. Uh, 168 to 71. You're beating his ass. Uh, so Seth still has two uh, Redskins playing tonight. You have no one left playing? I have no one left. I had uh, Russell Wilson going last night. Oh, and awesome. He, he bumped it up for me. No one cares. Jeez! I'm up uh, I'm up over 100 right now on Seth. Oh, Wow. I like how you say it, like, cocky, like, so calm, like, I'm up over 100. Like, just no sell Jones. Well, how, Screw you, dude. How, you know should, how should I Sick say Sick of your bullshit, okay? <laughs> you should say it with passion like you mean it. I'm up on Seth. You don't even you don't even act like you care. Imagine if Seth was up on you, what he would say? Oh, Lord. Hey, I'm above you right now, beating you by 100 points. I like how Seth... You can't even get off the ground. You... Yeah, when you do the Seth, the way he starts out, it's like, hey! like It's, it's like he's this crazy, disgruntled man at OTB. Hey! Fuck. My ticket never cashed! I got the fucking exact! 
What do you got to come an hour? <laughs> hey, Yomi. I, uh, I, uh, no. Hey. I'm beating Seth by 100 points. Yeah, you, you're, you're going to win, dude. It's fine. It's no problem. You're trying to be ten, humble. Ten Redskin players together can't get 100 points. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, Robbie, big Robbie, a man we miss here on the Taz Show. Robbie's purple people eaters ahead of crying by it. Brian, that just turn him. 136. Robbie's beating Brian. That's nice. And uh, Cowboy leads John Cena's squad, 95. And John Cena has nine points? Seriously? That's it? He's a lazy guy with this. Yeah. I... Wow. That's all he's got? Hmm. I wish I... I we're going to have to reach out to him at some point. Be like, hey, John, you know, know, you might want to fix your lineups. Like, I don't know what... Well, he's busy do. with Nikki Bella. They got the, the, the TV show now, the Bella Twins, right? What's it called? Is that what it's called? Total Bellas? Yeah. Don't say it like you don't know the name. You watch it on a regular basis. You're like, I don't know, Total Bellas? I mean, well, you got a tattoo on your back that says Total Bellas. I okay? showed you that in confidence, and now you're just going to tell everybody. Total Bellas, yes. Oh. Comic Sans Courier font. <laughs> uh, there were reports also. Oh, wait. Yeah, so what, 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 before we do that, what, what's the back to fantasy football real quick? So give me, I don't have the standings. Who, give me the rundown. Okay, let me get the standings. So, take your time, sir. I got Naomi, it. Naomi music for you in the process. No, I have to do something else uh, while you do that. Uh, I'm going to say hello to some people on Facebook Live because uh, that's what I do when I interact with the audience. Mr. Pimento likes that. I like being talked to all about the jobs. I don't think. <laughs> Mr. Pimento. The jobs, as they call uh, Henry Alicia. How's it going, Taz? Hey, Henry. How are you, buddy? Ah, there's your interaction. Okay, so <laughs> what do you got now? <laughs> so there's eight teams in the league. Would you like to go top to bottom or bottom to top? I don't give a rat's ass. Just tell the people who's winning and who's losing. Go, go top to bottom. All right. So in first right now is Crying Brian. He's 3-0. Oh, and o. What? Undefeated. But he's losing to Robbie currently, but he's only down 12 points, and he has Kadeem Hunt tonight. So he'll, <sighs> he'll unfortunately. How does this friggin' Brian do well? Last year he kicked ass too. How is he doing this? He doesn't know shit about football. He's a hockey guy. I think that's why, man. A lot of the fantasy guys, if you just like go in there and just click, blind squirrel, find the nut, that type of stuff. Hmm. Uh, second place, there's a one, two, three, four-way tie. You're not going to like any of these names. Oh. Me, Robbie, Cowboy, and Ant. All tied for second. Love to throw all of you guys in a hot room with 10 pit bulls that haven't eaten in six months. You know what? As much as you would enjoy that, you know, if you, minus Cowboy, if you put me, Robbie, and Ant in a hot room with, like, a sandwich <laughs> and just let us battle it out. You don't need the out, pit bulls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be more entertaining. That's true. 
where am I in this? Uh, am I in one A, like first place A? Yeah, you're up there. I'm not going to give you a record, but you're right there. Well, well no, no, don't be. <laughs> where, where, dude, I got to be in second place. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, you're in third. Well, technically third. Cause... What kind of shaft is that? How am I in third? I'm beating people left and right here. Well, you remember week one. That was the last time you won. Well, this week I'm going to win. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when you beat Ant, you'll be two and two. Yeah, going like, to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> then rounding out the bottom, um, Seth is zero and three. Most likely going to be zero and four. Ryan Buckley, Facebook Live. Do you smoke Taz? Bad throat. Jones always coughing. <laughs> coughing. I never cough. How is it? I'm a broadcaster. You have to understand something, Ryan. I don't smoke. That's the first thing. I don't smoke the marijuana. I don't smoke the cigarettes. At times, not often, I will smoke a cigar. But that cigar, sir, is high rent district Jones, like very good tobacco. Like this is not some cheap fucking stick you buy it like a you know a Wawa. You know what I mean? Like I'm smoking a legit cigar that's you know twenty five bucks. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get something that's like a twelve dollar cigar, but never smoking dirt rockets. That's not my style. Okay, so if I am smoking, I'm smoking shit that like high rollers smoke, you know, in the cigar realm, but it's not often. <laughs> my throat, I never clear it. I never had a problem with my throat. If you do hear at times noises coming from the mic or me, <laughs> it's because of uh, I'm a broadcaster for years. So my esophagus, my wind tunnel, my throat, and all the muscles in my throat are large and powerful. And my saliva ducts can't keep up with the muscle mass of my vocal cords and my uh, cerebellum and my part of the taint area of my throat. Okay? That's it. Okay? Then it's... Medically speaking, I think there was a couple things out of place there. Yeah, Stu Maron on the uh, Facebook Live. Stogie Jones. Exactly. I'll continue. I'm in first place soon, would you say? No. We'll Very say. soon, yes. Mm. Uh... You'll be two and two, so you'll be five hundred after uh, after tomorrow. Right. Once you beat Ant. Right. Seth is zero and three, heading to zero and four. Right. And John Cena rounds out the bottom, zero and three, also going to be zero and four. To me, it will maybe left. Facebook Live. She goes, "Learning tree moment." <laughs> you get it. I don't get it. Um, get body parts that we didn't yeah. know we had. Oh, <laughs> uh, you bastards out there! All right. I gotta do a little raw preview. Excuse me. Um, damn it. Nah, it's just this is a fancy microphone. This picks up everything. I go in a rage cave. It's never this. This, you know, this picks up. Look, see, look. That's me knocking on my throat. If you're not watching the video, hard as nails. My throat passage. Well, the muscle mass. Very hard coding. Giovanni Holmes, Facebook Live. Talk about raw tabs, all caps. Actually, I will, even though you did the caps. That's all good. So, um, all right, so I got to get a little preview on the raw. You know, I didn't look at this yet. Let me take a peek here. Oh, by the way, before I get into that, I wanted to say this was a report. I was going to say this earlier, and I got interrupted myself about the fantasy football. Uh, reports of a fan rushed the ring during an NXT show and uh, 
got kicked in the face, neck, chest, or head area by Kyle O'Reilly. So um, here's the thing, guys. I think most of you fans understand this. Don't rush the ring. Don't go in the ring. When you go in the ring, you are open bait. You are It's open season. You are bound to get your fucking ass kicked. I'm just telling you. Even if you are somebody who can handle themselves, or maybe you're one of the 5 million MMA experts in the world, because they're everywhere, by the way. You know that, right, Dennis? Everybody's an MMA. That's why I respect about you, Dennis. You never say you're an MMA expert. You know? Well, I'm, I'm not. We have one on the show, but I'm we not We actually one. do have one on the show. <laughs> I forgot about Anthony. He's a Taekwondo expert. <laughs> so if you are really good at handling yourself, and you uh, are good at the fisticuffs, or you can fight, you're a submission expert like everybody else in the world, you're still going to get your ass kicked in the ring because you're going to be outnumbered. And you, you, the guy that's fighting the other guy is going to help that guy kick the shit out of you. I promise. So it, it's, it's a show. And when you interrupt the show, you are fair game and you are going to get your ass kicked. It's just that simple. It happens a lot. Not as much as it used to back in the day. And I, I remember for a short while there, I was talking a lot sitting in this chair about WWE having some issues with security where they were having this happen. And they obviously buttoned that bitch down, which is good. The talent needs to be safe. The men and women that are competing need to be safe. They're performing. Do not go near the ring, sirs and ma'ams. Don't. And 99.9% of the time, liquor takes place, has something to do with this. Beer, uh, overabundance of a brown bag. Maybe you're sipping on vodka or gin or scotch. And next thing you know, you hit the ring and you think, ah, I'm just going to go part of the show. And then Kyle O'Reilly kicks your fucking face off. I mean, so that's the thing. You got to be careful. You can't do this. I've had issues myself where people tried to grab one's towel off their head in an hour way. It never ends well. I told that story. Did you ever hear the story? I have not, but this is going to be funny. You never heard the story. I don't want to tell it again. Boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. Oh, man. That was bad. I told this already a while back. I was walking uh, to the ring. I think we're in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. EC Dub Jones. And, um... Iowa was very tight. There's no ramp, none of this fancy shit you see on Monday nights. And um, a fan decided. Now, most of the audience, DCW, was guys. Most of the audience. And it was drinking. Guys were partying. It was a wild atmosphere. So I had the black towel on my head, as always. And then I couldn't really see on the side of me. They call that peripheral. Help. Peripheral. But I could see forward. And all I know is I got the towel on. I'm walking. Kiss is playing War Machine. It's it's cranking the whole thing. And I would always walk and everything would be dark because I had the towel. Like for me, because I could just see darkness. I could see through the towel a little bit. All of a sudden, everything got bright. Because the towel was off my head now. <laughs> and I felt it. I, my eyes caught it like go to the, my right. Like that. 
And my eyes went to the right, and I saw the guy running with the towel, like a man running through the wind with a flag. And then off I go. Hopped a guardrail like a Marine and uh, chased this man down like I was Lawrence Taylor chasing down Ron Jaworski. And <laughs> and uh, I caught him. And it didn't end well. I got my towel back. And everything was fine in the world. And I got in the ring and I was wrestling Mikey Whipwreck, my friend Mikey. And I was in a rage. And Mikey's like, oh boy. <laughs> I'm like, we're good, bro. We're good. It's okay. So that's basically the story. I give you a Reedy's Digest version of it. Hope you enjoyed that, Dennis. Now, what's going through your mind? Like the- rage. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it when that happened. Like a lot of rage. I'm not kidding. Like a lot. Now, a when lot. you get to the back, do you laugh at that at all? Like, well, a little bit. What is yeah. this idiot doing? Well, the, the, a lot of the boys were laughing. They were like, look, because this would happen a lot at our shows. You just took off after. Well, I, I hunted him down. I've seen, oh, I don't want to talk about Sabu. I've seen him do some stuff that was insane. <laughs> so, like, you know, I've had it also where uh, I've had someone take a, you know, punch, a, a swipe at me coming back after a match. When you're a heel, you do your job. People hate you. And, even, and when they get a little couple of beers in them, they act like tough guys. And they feel, ah, it's all fake. He's not going to hit me back. Okay. You sure about that? <laughs> so, it's something called defending myself. Uh, I've seen it uh, happen a lot. I've seen guys, fans, really get tuned up. Bad. Like bad. Bro. I'm talking about bad. Like bad, bad. I, I've I, seen guys get dragged into the locker room. Fans. Oh, that ain't good. Oh. That's, dude, that is like being drugged into the cave and then the gate goes up and no one sees what happens in the cave when the, all the animals in caves are beating you up. Me, Robbie, and Ann are fighting over the sandwich. Dude, it's bad. <laughs> I don't want to name names. Nice. I have seen some people get fucking destroyed. Bad. Like, I had to walk away. It was uncomfortable. And most of the times, these fans deserved it. Ah, oh, the good old days. Go and enjoy yourself, but do it at a safe distance. It's yeah. like going to the zoo. Yeah. You're not jumping in the lion cage and petting the lions. No, you just don't. You just... just... Louis Vargas, punk punched someone. I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that too, actually. And Because <clears throat> he was in the audience, and the fan was behind him, I think that was. And, you know, you got to understand, when, when wrestlers are in the crowd, it, they're nervous. They're not scared. They're nervous because they don't know what's going to happen. It's a little untrusting, uncharted waters. You got to be careful. So you have to be the, the king of that that jungle. And and you know, Punk felt like he was in danger. I guess and he defended himself. I mean, it just ha- it happens. I I would never. I have never. Let's put it this way. Hmm, never. I've never seen a wrestler. How do I word this? Like. I don't want to say start the fight, but like, you know, in, entice, like, of course, wrestlers on a microphone are supposed to piss people off. I've invited people to the ring on mic, you know, a lot in ECW, but, I, you know, it never happened. And if it did, I mean, security was there, but if they get in the ring, I'm inviting them to the ring and, you know, now it's different. Now it's like you're not just jumping the guardrail, I'm telling you to. I used to upset Paul a little bit. <laughs> When I would do that on a live mic. But, you know, it was we did some wild shit back then. You know, 
that's what ECW, that's why it was so fun, I think, for fans. Because we were very, 99% of the time, the things that were happening, we didn't know was going to happen. It was, was not planned, you know. It was extremely, you know, intense craziness at times. So, look, all kidding aside, don't jump the guardrail. Don't, guys, don't. If you're going to go and party with your friends and drink a little bit or whatever, you know, be smart. Obviously, don't drink and drive, but don't jump the guardrail and drink. How about that? Or drink and jump the guardrail. Don't. Because not only are you going to get your ass kicked, you're going to get arrested, you know? So it's... That's the worst part. Is yeah. Like you catch an ass beating, and then you get arrested on top of it. Because the guy in the ring or the girl in the ring is defending his or herself, and they're allowed to, and it's that simple. You know? I, I, I you know, really... It happened so much. I could, I could name names. I, I only told a towel story. I mean, I've, for myself, I've had about five or six different times where things have happened, and I've, I've always won. <laughs> so, and I've seen probably in my career, twenty to thirty times something like this happening, and the wrestlers always won. I've never seen the wrestler lose ever, ever. I was going to say, I'd imagine the, the wrestlers being undefeated against the fans. I, I Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there was a story years ago. God. As we roll into fifth quarter, three seconds in, uh, I remember a, a story years ago. Man, I want to say it was with Hulk Hogan. I don't know if this was true or not. I know people on Facebook are going to, they'll, they'll, they'll tell me what they know. Dennis, I don't expect you to have anything here or, or Anthony. Years ago, I believe it happened in Rochester with Hulk Hogan, many years ago, where a fan jumped the rail, it might have been Hulk Hogan, and sucker punched Hulk, something like that happened. I know there was an angle once, maybe I'm confusing that with a guy named the Rochester Roadblock, who was actually a worker, a real big, huge guy, worked independent in the Northeast, and uh, I worked on shows with him back in the day in the uh, mid-90s, early 90s, or whatever it was. And um, maybe I'm confusing that with that. I could have sworn it was something with Hulk Hogan where somebody took a sucker punch at Hulk, a fan. I keep thinking it was Hulk. I can't remember. And I think it was upstate New York somewhere. Like I think it was Rochester. Damn it. I'm sure the fans will get some information for me. God, I wish I had a producer who had access to the internets. I'm looking. Um, he was in WWE. Who's he? Hulk Hogan? I think he was at that time, yeah. Because I'm, I'm watching a video right now. A fan comes in the ring in his WCW days, and him and Macho Man, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Tune him up. Tune him up. Oh, yeah, I told you, bro. That's, <laughs> I didn't know about that one, but I told you. That That's what happens. That's, you know, that's what happens. It's bad, right? <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. But that, I mean, how how drunk do you got to be to be like, oh, you know what? I can take Hulk Hogan all 6'8". Like, yeah. Well, back in the day, Hulk was, was a pretty tough dude. Like, his, I don't think people realize I that. mean, even even like the cruiserweights, I wouldn't step in there with them. They're going to no. take me seven times before I even know what's going on. Even as a man, you are a man. <laughs> you are a man. Yeah, if you ran in and tried to do something to, let's just say, Sasha Banks, she's a small girl, right? Figure, ah, she's a little itty bitty girl. 
Dude, she will whoop your ass. I'm serious. Your big ginger ass getting whooped by Sasha Banks would be money on Raw. Vince would sign you instantly. Well, let's let's set this up. Slap me in the bank statement. Uh. <laughs> You're just laughing your ass off. I would just love to put the boots to you while she had you in the hole. I just fucking stomp right on the back of your head. I would just love it. <laughs> oh, what funny. do you think, Ant? That's not a bad visual. I just stomp his ass when when Sasha Banks got him hooked. Yeah, if I could just come in with like a kendo stick, bam. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. Mm-mm-mm. So, <laughs> Michael Ward, Dennis versus Nia Jax, take my money. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> I know better. Uh, God. No, I'm just saying, if you hit the ring like on a on Alexa Bliss, one of those a uh, female that's not a big girl, dude. Don't, I'm telling you, you'd be surprised. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be. I, me, be. I believe you. Well, let me teach you people, okay? You people. This is why. Even though Dennis has a four to five hundred pound weight advantage on these girls, um, it's underestimating. <laughs> it. It. Here's the thing. You. You cannot. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to hurt one of these girls in the ring. Like they're so battle tested. Forget about Charlotte Flair because she's not small. She would beat the piss out of you, Dennis. Like I'm told, just punch you right in the face and just drop you. You'd be like, "Stop, Newberg!" That's my last word. Newberg. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, like. You can't hurt any of these girls. What are you going to do to these girls? They're taking bumps for a living. They're battle-tested. They're tough. That's the thing, man. You can't do it. You cannot do it. I'm telling you. You can't. I don't doubt that. No, I think you could beat up. Probably in a fight. Nah, maybe not. Don't say it. <laughs> no. Seth and you would be money. I think people people would pay for that. We're more of a tag team. That's no, that's you and Anthony. Oh, Ant yeah. doesn't. Ant wants no part of oh, of our yeah. of our tag team. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We tried to let us in. Our we tried to let him in. We said, Ant, you want to join me and Seth? Jordan, no. Jordan, Jordan, Sten. Good moment, Taz. I hope your hand is getting better. It's getting a little better. Um, still got some numbness, but I uh, have. Uh, Actually, uh, some more PT Jones and a doctor's uh, follow up follow up this week. And speaking of this week, there will be two shows this week that are one hour long, not two hours. And for those that are just joining on Facebook Live on Friday, there will be no live show. But have no fear, there will be a podcast that drops. And if you fly up that graphic, there, big guy. Uh, for those that are just joining the show, I'll hand it to you here. On Friday in the morning, there will be a podcast that drops that yours truly will do because it'll be the Friday just a couple of days before Hell in a Cell. And there it is right there for those watching the video on Facebook Live, a Hell in a Cell prediction podcast. Uh, that'll be me doing that right there on the bottom. You can see all the spots where you can uh, grab that pod and do your thing. So I will do that on Friday. No live show, but you'll get content. Uh, that's how I roll. So, uh, so that's the deal on that. 
What else we got? Dennis, you weren't even aware of that, were you? I am now. Hmm. Well, problem is, sir. By the way, I see some people have been sharing the show. It's not enough. I need more shares. I want more shares. I got pimento all over me about the shares. He just learned what it was, and he's going crazy. You heard him, right? Last week? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. Ricky Neal, Facebook Live. Let's go, Cowboys. Oof. What about that, bro? <laughs> Sorry. Mike picks up everything. Uh, just take that out of the podcast first. <laughs> Trophy Jones took a bump. Dude, it just kept falling. <laughs> Here it is. It would never stop. It, it's a flat table. It's not like it went anywhere. It just kept bouncing. It kept slipping. Oh, man. <laughs> Mm-mm. Anyway, that's the deal. Christopher Brown already shared, Taz. Thank you for sharing the show, Chris. I love your music. I didn't realize Chris Brown was such a wrestling fan. DJ Macho Annabelle Gonzalez. How's your morning so far? Yeah, fair to Midland, as Tony Chimmel would say. They got Raw tonight over there at the... Uh, Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah. Um, let me give you the Raw preview. Let me stop. Let's play that Raw preview intro, uh, please, sir, in three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Denver, Colorado, Pepsi Center. Yes, sir. I've been there. Actually, this is one um, I wrestled, I think. Oh, I can tell you another story about this. Kurt Angle story. I wrestled Kurt there on a house show when I first started in WWE. Um, all right, what the hell? Boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. Taz Tales a month. Next, you know, there's two in one episode. What the f is going on? Double header. Yeah, I wrestled over there, and uh, somebody, and I, and I got there early. We got there early to the arena at the Pepsi Center in Denver. A lot of thumbs up on Facebook. Thank you guys. Um, I'm gonna wrestle Kurt now again. I, this is in 2000. This is winter time. Imagine Denver. It's freezing cold. Kurt was doing like a signing, an autograph gimmick. Um. At the Pepsi Center, like earlier in the day, in the day, like in uh, apparently somebody took his gold medal. A fan, talk about! It. I'm bitching about someone stealing my towel. Jesus. Yeah, and I think he actually had the real gold medal. I might have told the story before. I don't know if I did. And I, none of us knew this because we were in a locker room, and this was before the show starts. Everybody was kind of just chilling. Downtime Jones, and. Kurt was supposed to let's I know I was supposed to talk to him and all this. And let's say Kurt was done with his appearance, I don't know, hypothetically, you know, 6 p.m., let's say it was. And meanwhile, he's not in the locker room. It's like 6.45, so I'm like, where the hell's Kurt? I was like, yeah, where is he? And then he comes in, and he's kind of freaked out, pissed off immensely, but kind of calming down. Because I, I guess he had it on the table. A fan took the gold medal. Could you imagine this? No. 
and they had to find the cops were there, and then they got they got it. <laughs> I just like. It's a guy I don't want to piss off, by the way. I, I would not take Kurt's gold medal. So um, <laughs> People are so stupid. And I'm like, me and several guys like, Kurt, why do you have the real gold medal? Like, why? Prop Jones, bro. What are you doing? Like, the, like my medal. Like my, my trophy here. You people think this is the real trophy? No, what is the prop? This is fake. This is not my real one. Spray-painted gold on some oak. It's not my real award. Reverb Jones. But anyway, yeah, it was crazy, man. That's a good story. All right, so uh, <laughs> crazy, right? I mean, there's really no end to it. He got the medal back. Uh, that's all. I mean, that's the end. He got it back. He got it back. Yeah, that's kind of just. All right, so at the Pepsi. So when I hear Denver, Colorado, Pepsi, and I think of that. That's, you know. So uh, Roman Reigns uh, battles the Miz for the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship. Interesting. This is the go home, right, for uh, uh, Hell and Cell? No? That is a SmackDown pay-per-view. I tested you and you passed. Good job, pal. Thank you. Good job. I knew that. I know you did. That was a test. I'm not... I knew I'm, it. I'm wise to your antics. I knew it. <laughs> Doing Pinocchio. Um, so anyway, Roman Reigns battles The Miz for an IC title, IC championship. Okay, I, I'm down. I mean, that, this IC title, Miz, it looks good, man. Miz is getting a good push. He deserves it. Opening segment all the time, all the stuff. Uh, I like him and Roman doing their stuff. It's not bad. You know, the Kingslayer aims to conquer the monster monster among men. So, who's the Kingslayer? Seth Rollins. Oh, because he beat, uh, what's his name? Triple H? Yeah, and I, that's what they've been calling. I don't know. I think it's a bad nickname, but. Shouldn't you have to beat Jerry Lawler to be the Kingslayer? He's the king. Or Booker T. Or Elvis. Okay. Uh, how will Alexa Bliss respond to Mickey James' attack? I liked what Mickey did last week. I told you guys that I thought Mickey was uh, an underrated uh, st- shining star in last week's episode of uh, The Raw. I thought it was real good. She shot a little bit. It was good stuff. I enjoyed it. I did. When will Neville strike again? Interesting. They're not pubbing. They're not giving pub to. Enzo, the champ, they're giving it to the guy who can't get a shot anymore. Nevertheless, nobody in the cruiserweights right now can get a shot because of the stip that they had. So, so we'll see. Mark Loth, but Triple H is the king of kings. True. That's right. I didn't think of that. Mm. I went to high school with a guy named King Shit Levinsky. Basketball player. King Levinsky, King Shit, we called him. How did he earn that nickname? I don't know. I, I don't have the answers to that. Like, is he a big bathroom guy, or he just like peacocked around? I don't give a damn. I don't know, bro. I, I don't. I don't have all the answers. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't. What's his last name? Levinsky? Yeah. King shit. KS, what's up, man? Apollyon Williams. Cool story, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Cool story. All right, well, wind down, Jones. Um, that might be uh, That might be it. I think so, you know. 
Are you uh, typing an email to, you see the note from uh, Pimento? I'm going to reply to him right now. Give me a second. Old school. <laughs> I know you did that. <laughs> slide to the side. Slide Jones, yeah. All right, well, hold on a second. I just saw something here I had to comment on. Louis Vargas, Jeff Hardy sneezes and gets injured. Louis, are you serious, bro? Are you serious? Louis, I talked about this. What was that, on Friday? Either Thursday or Friday last week, yes. Jeff landed on the side of his shoulder. I broke down the whole shoulder how you can tear an AC joint and or a rotator cuff by falling the exact same way he did. NFL quarterbacks have been damaging their shoulders and college quarterbacks for years this way. Yours truly blew his shoulder out the same way, falling down on the side of your shoulder. Take a bump, son. Wow. Got to be kidding me. Jeff Hardy sneezes. And how dare you, bro? And especially considering Jeff Hardy's Put his body on the line oh my countless God. times. Like how many? One of the toughest son of a bitches you're ever going to meet in your life is Jeff Hardy, a guy who loves to compete, loves to wrestle, loves the business, loves the fans. Uh, I've wrestled Jeff. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know Jeff. I love him. I mean, wow. I don't understand. I guess some fans just don't. And I, I'm not stereotyping, but like seriously, like. You think you think a guy wants to be out injured? You 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 make a lot less money when you're out injured, like a lot less. Not forget the money. The guy loves to. This guy, this guy loves to work. Jeff Hard loves it. He don't need the money. At his age, he don't need the fame, the fortune. He don't need it. Come on, Lewis. Smarter than that, bro. Man, that's unreal. I don't understand that. <sighs> I pride myself on having fans of this show that listen or watch that are intelligent fans, meaning wrestling intelligence. I'm not saying, like, that I have, uh, I'm insulting anyone's intelligence. I don't mean, I'm talking about wrestling intelligence can't allow someone to say that about uh, someone like Jeff. I'm sorry. Or any wrestler for that matter. I just can't. Shane Pierce, when do you think the Woken Hardy will debut? I don't know. I hope soon. Broken, Woken, whatever way they want to go. I hope they do it soon. We're seeing bits and pieces of it by Jeff and stuff like that. And we've seen... I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, we've seen it. Robert Ward. Whatever happened to long-term storylines? <laughs> TV ratings, bro. They, they, they're living and dying by the numbers. They're very impatient. It's like a coach. A coach has a you know a short tolerance for a player on a field because he, he's worried that player's going to make a mistake or if a player makes a mistake, next man up. It's a shitty environment, but that's what it is. Lewis said, I love Hardy. Don't get me wrong. I didn't mean to be disrespectful to him or you. I saw the bump, and it was bad. 
it was bad. I but I just hate that so many wrestlers are getting injured. Okay, Lewis, I hear you, but that didn't correlate to what you said. But I appreciate and I accept your apology. Thank you for saying that. But you know, you can have your opinion. That's fine, bro. It's all good. I'm just saying, you know, realize what, what guys and girls are doing in there. They're, they're especially at that level, any level, not just that level. They they they're not looking to get injured. It's not like an NFL quarterback. I'm not saying they're looking to do the same thing, where an NFL player or an NBA player or a major league baseball player gets injured. And they're still getting paid their millions of dollars while they're home. That's not how it works. It's not. So, Ken Carrick. Hi, Taz. I shared the show. And Ken, that's why you are the best. Ken! Ken! Ken's the best, Ken's the best. Ken shared the show because he's the best. Ken is the man. Okay, we'll edit that part and we'll make it sound seamless. His name is Ken. Here we go. Ken, Ken, Ken shared the show. He's the best. Ken, best, Kenny, 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 you're the best, you're the best, the fucking best. Ken, 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 the music stop. That's when it hit me, man, right at the end. That's when it hit me. I just felt it. Uh, and what is going on here, bro? <laughs> I don't know what you guys are smoking, but I want some. The music just took over us. That was pretty. Oh, that was like a music. I wish video. I could do it every time I someone shares the show. It would just be like nonstop. I'd have a headache. Uh, Eric Rutzel, let Ant rap. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Let's not do that. That bed was actually kind of nice. Excuse me? That bed was nice. Wow. And 99% of things happen here. Like, people think, oh, that's a work. (laughs) No, he's like, like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, Like the timing was unbelievable, bro. Well, the sound effects store was in full effect, bro. You know, who's the the man with the sound effects store? Let's be honest, bro. I mean, I don't know who you paid to have them hook you up when when you're not at the rave cave, rage cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's running the game on the sound effects door, son? I'm running the game. You know the deal. Come on. Don't fuck around over here. All right, well. That started as a tugboat, and I don't know what it turned into. Like an elephant yawn. <laughs> it was a little bit like an elephant yawn. <laughs> no, I can't do it now. <laughs> I'm picking up peanuts with my nose. <laughs> oh my god! I got that song stuck in my head now. I know. Bum, ba, bum, bum, I know. Bum, the, I know. I, I know. It's awesome. It's an awesome tune. Good for Ken. <laughs> Good for Ken. Good for Ken. Yep. I saw a tweet the other day from Handsome Johnny. He was at some airport drinking vodka. He had a girl with him. Slamming bods and beyond. Like, what is he up to now, bro? Do you know? 
I got to get him out know, as a guest, Handsome Johnny. People miss him. I don't know. Taz, I'd love to come on. He, he would. I will charge you $7,000. Okay, thanks. Why? <laughs> no, he would come on. He'd probably hate all you guys. He would never tell you, but he would tell me. <laughs> I don't think Dennis is good for the show, Taz. Uh, Johnny, you're right. Uh, he's not. <laughs> Johnny, things I already know. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware, Johnny. Well aware, Sonny. You disappeared on the um, Twitter. I hate you with a sunny on the Twitter. You disappeared all weekend. A sunny? Yeah. I hate you with a sunny. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. I did. Like, uh, what does that mean? Like, hey, sunny? Yeah, I hit you with the. It was the about Rutgers. Oh. I hit you with a sunny on a tweet. I think it was. <laughs> you know what I do, my sunny. You know, you know the sunny. You know it. Listen up, Sonny. Well, yeah, that works out, Sonny. Said I'm going to work it out, Sonny. Yep. Who else is going to share the show? That's what I'm wondering. Who else is going to share the show? Show, 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 show. Let's see. My internet's froze up. Next one to share the show gets a free well, free dance lesson. You can't just put stuff out there like that. The show's about that. You can't just. Why would you do that, sir? You, you, you don't have the power to do what you just did. You know that. You really don't. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> no, but I know it. <laughs> okay, so. That song might have been a one-off. Um, one hit wonder. <laughs> So, might have been well off. We're looking. We're looking. Who's sharing on Facebook? Who's sharing on Facebook? Who's sharing? Let's see. Uh, uh. I want you to share the show. It's that show.com. Everybody go to Facebook.com slash DAZ. Just <laughs> share the it, show. It's not even <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it went with the. <laughs> I didn't have time to do the whole. Uh, you freaked it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, Feel that go. rhythm. Julie May, share the show. Here we go. Julie May. Julie May, you shared the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Julie May, you shared the show. Julie May, yeah. Julie, Julie, May, yay. Julie May. You may share the show. Share, share the show. In July or October, but Julie May. Why the fuck are you stepping on me, Dennis? Julie May. I'm backing you up. Screw up the ending. All right, well, let's see. We got a lot of people are jumping on now. They want a little, uh, they want a little, uh, oh, we're going with an oldie but goodie here. We're going to go with an oldie but goodie. We're going to go with an oldie but goodie, Abe Ostrega. Oh, Abe. Abe, 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 Abe. Shared the show. His name is Ab. I call him Abe. He shared the show. The motherfucker. 
He shared the show. I fucking Abe. You call him Ab. I call him Abe. Come on, Dennis. It's your turn to sing. Fuck, this thing needs to be longer. Here we go. His name is Abe. They call him Ab. Abe. The B is silent, but not the E. So we call him A. Abe shared the Tash Show, yeah. On Facebook.com slash the T-A-Z-S-H-O-W, yeah. They call him Abe, cause he is honest. Like our 16th president of the United States. Stop, stop. You have a habit of going over and get very intense in the end. Relax. It just it just hits me in all the right know, spots. You gotta chill. You get into, you, you gotta look at the meter. You know when it counts. You can't just keep going. I was in iambic pentameter. When you see, excuse me. When you see it's at five seconds left, get ready to wrap it up. You can't. You cannot continue, sir. It's bad when you do that. You ruin the whole bit. You really. You cannot. I, I, I need, I, you know, I'm, maybe we're going to have to do one more of these. I don't know. I'm not sure. Who else is it? Look, Fernando Samadol says, so inspired. You're welcome, Fernando. Fernando. Excuse me. Um. Pretty badass. Actually. All right, we got we got a guy here. His name is Bub. They call him Big Daddy. All right. Oh yeah, three, two, one. Big this Bub goes out to Bub. Big Daddy, you shared the show. You did it on Facebook. Bub, Bub, Big Daddy, you motherfucker, Big Daddy. You shared the button show. You the man, bitches. Share it. Oh. That was perfect. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and how about that? You are a man of many talents. <laughs> Learn from him, Dennis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I liked. I'm getting people to share the show. You see what I like? Bubba bu- Big Daddy. <laughs> bu- 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 Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bubba Big Daddy. You like that shit, huh? That's a good nickname, Big Daddy. Big Daddy's a good nickname. Big Bubba Big Daddy. Bub. Bub motherfucking daddy. Oh, yeah. Bubba Big Daddy. Almost went over. I didn't though. <laughs> I know you're close. Huh? Oh, looks like no one wants to share the show. Okay, oh, I guess that's it. <sighs> Scotty Finnelson. New profession, Jones. What's that? Being talented. <laughs> Michael Ward Taz, do one for Tamia Wu Well, Tamia didn't share the show She always does I shouldn't say that She's a loyal fan I didn't see she shared it But you know she did You know what I mean? He's as loyal as they get Pressure's on though Yeah 
All right, well, we're going to have to give it a shot for Tamiya. Damn. Which way are we going to go? I got to hydrate. Uh, Tamiya Wu. What the F is going on? Um, disregard all that. Tamiya Wu. Here we go, here we go! Come on, pick it up! Woo, 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 woo! Tamiya Woo! Woo! Share the show on Woo! Facebook.com Woo! Woo! Tamiya Woo! 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 Loyal fan! Woo! Woo! She's number one! Woo! Woo! Sorry everyone else, cause her name's Mia Woo! Woo, 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 woo! Stop, 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 stop. I don't want, I know you were getting, I saw the eye. Uh, yeah, I was the build up, man. <laughs> you were going to get crazy. I wanted to stop because I didn't want to get smart. too much. Smart, smart. You did the right thing. Because I know that, that you get that little weird thing going on. You get it like really out of control. It's so awkward to watch. It's like when I walk into a golden corral. <laughs> He's got the look. <laughs> Duck! <laughs> Chicken wings just start flying. Oh, shit! Oh, meanwhile, it's ten thirty a.m. People are in the office on a Monday. Could you imagine they hear the shit out of this room? There. Uh, oh my god. Who? Yeah, was it you who was telling me when, when I did the, uh, the janitor Joe thing, on what was it Friday or whatever we did it with when I did the goal call, and it's like, dude, now that we do this new time, he's like, people like these. We're thinking they're in like a soundproof room, and it's like on the outside there's like people, and they just. They're like walk by and they're looking at Ant. Ant's, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and this place is like it's. And we're just bumping music, like screaming. I know it's so quiet in there too. They all walk around. There's so many miserable people. Don't say it too loud, but they're all miserable. And then they see how happy I am and the rest of my team, except like, and they're like, "Wow, I wish I was that happy." And I hate my job because then I got to listen to Seth and Pimento yell at them all day. It sucks. No, well, if you want a new job, why don't you just you know. Good, quit. You want to quit? Good, good. Just go quit. Go quit. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. Go quit. I'll eat my quinoa. Fuck you. It's healthy. He says, um, Taz, I want to smoke a cigar with you. This is what he says to me. This is the newest thing with Seth. Do you believe this shit? He goes, do you inhale cigars? I'm like, oh, God. I should have told him, yes, you do. He'd be like, vomit Jones. I might sit around and smoke a cigar with Seth. I'm going to teach him. You're not a cigar smoker, are you? Not very you sh- often. You should be. You should be. You look like you would be. I prefer If I'm going to put anything, I'd prefer it to be a hot dog. Okay. On that note. All right, we're going to wrap up on that. I can't follow that. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, raw coverage, and thank you for everybody who interacted with the show. I don't want to get into a hissy fit here with anybody like Antonio Brown did, but that's another story. Um who didn't get any points from me, by the way, in the friggin' fancy football. I was a little disappointed in Antonio, who's one of the best receivers in the game, and was sad uh, yesterday. Total different topic here. All right, look, thank you everybody who shared the show on Facebook or interacted on the phone or the f- Twitter or the Facebook. Much appreciated. If everybody hit the Taz Show, we'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys. Adios. My circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cut
cuts And when I'm back at home it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at drink just to get away we gotta live it up carolina here to stay i'm hoping i won't 